Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. It's time for the Catholic High School League football game of the week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the games out of the best league in the state. The CHSL game of the week is proudly sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Now, let's send it to the Mitten Mortgage broadcast booth for the call of the game. Here are Jeremy Otto and Chad Bush. Welcome, everyone, to downtown Detroit and Ford Field. We finally reached the state championship game. Everybody wanted, would we play one week, two, three? Then we had the 55-day pause. Everybody thought, no way football is resuming again ever in fall, let alone in spring, but it did Credit to the MHSA for sticking with things, and we are here at Ford Field for what should be dandy of a Division II state championship game between De La Salle and Mona Shores. The Catholic League is back, Jeremy Otto, and you're back, and we're back <laughs> together, and I'm happy to be here. Ford Field in Detroit. Not many other folks here live to see this game, but we are. We're fortunate, and we're proud to bring it. The CHSA represented today by De La Salle and the Pilots. Jeremy, they get here by a six-point overtime win last week. It wasn't easy. Had to have the Cody Cummins field goal to get there, and that wasn't easy. But De La Salle gets here, and they have a chance today to win their third state title in the last four years. Meanwhile, Mona Shore, no stranger. They're the reigning D2 state champion of a year ago, and it's their third straight trip to Ford Field. They're looking to win back-to-back state titles. When you looked at things coming into this year, or even after the first three weeks, you could say, yeah, I could see Muskegon Mona Shores making it to their second consecutive final. They had already beaten Martin Luther King by the time things are said and done, beat Muskegon for the first time since 2015. But this Dan Roan team only had two wins coming into the playoffs. Dan Roan's team had two wins. It was over St. Mary's and it was over Harper Woods. And this was a team for De La Salle that has just been on a mission since they lost to Cast Tech, 35 to nothing, back on October the 23rd. And, and, and Dan Rohn says the season changed at DeWitt in the second half. We had our backups play, and the starters rooted them on, and it felt like a team bonding experience. They went and played, uh, they went and bowled that week, did some bowling, a team activity, really bonded them. But De La Salle has turned it around. Their defense has really not left them this year. Uh, that defense is rolling right now. Beasley, Ford, uh, Weaver, uh, all the dogs up front. Uh, Dobbs, I mean, they are just stacked right now with guys that are making plays 
all over the field, but Brett Stanley is the guy. Brett Stanley's the guy who's led him, and he's going to continue to lead him and do a lot of things. And there's a guy on the other side that does things almost similarly uh, for the sailors of Mona Shores. Really looking forward to breaking down some of these two teams when we get back. Also have Chad's Mint Mortgage lending keys to the game a little bit later in our pregame show. Kick is delayed to 12.08 p.m. here today because the first game went a tad bit long, but not too much. It was a, a pretty speedy 22 to nothing game. Back with more when we get back here on the Patriots. Stick with us. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Hey everyone, Matt Corbeth here from Mitten Mortgage Lending and Boys Varsity Basketball Coach at Divine Child High School. At Mitten Mortgage, we offer some of the lowest rates in the area with no additional junk fees in your closing costs. Our bankers will be there every step of the way from the application to the closing table. Reach out to us today at 734-922-2252 or fill out an application at www.mittenloans.com slash apply or also check out our reviews on Google or Facebook. NMLS 1723481. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot anytime, anywhere on Radio.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at Radio.com today. The CHSL Game of the Week continues next. Tune in for Wave State University men's basketball Friday at 6 and Saturday at 3 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Led by Darian Owens-White and Braylon Neely, the Warriors travel to Midland for a conference battle against the Northwood Timberwolves. Start your weekend with some hoops. Kevin Breckmacher has your play-by-play for Northwood versus Wayne State. Tip-off Friday at 6 and Saturday at 3 on WDTK, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. Or stream live at PatriotDetroit.com. Jeremy and Chad back with you here from Ford Field. The teams are starting to stream on the field. Mona Shores in their bright blue and white uniforms. De LaSalle entering left to right in that corner. They've entered this football field in a state championship game quite a bit in the last 10 years. They look to defeat this Mona Shores team for the third time right here for the third time in 10 years. That in itself is impressive, but this is the best Sailors team that they'll ever see in terms of those three matchups. It is. This is the best Sailors team. They won the state title last year, and Mona Shores has had their success in recent years, Jeremy. They've been in the playoffs uh, now seven times in the last eight years, but they had a gap before that that went a long ways. Mona Shores, though, is led by really one guy you need to keep your eye on. That's number 22, Brady Rose for Mona Shores. Kick when we get back here on the Patriot. We have always believed that every child learns differently. 
so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com. Hugh Hewitt sees more government at work. 31 million doses distributed. Only 10,595,000 people have received one or more doses. It is because government insisted on overcomplicated a simple process. In Orange County, they had a 40-person committee. At least two-thirds of them had nothing to do with health care. It's not hard at all, except it had to be overcomplicated by politics. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. 12 minutes set on the clock for this first quarter to happen in just a few minutes here today. Now time for Chad Bush's keys to the game, brought to you by Mitten Mortgage Lending. What do you have, Chad? Well, for Mona Shores, they have to force De La Salle into third and longs. They cannot allow the short second and three, second and twos that De La Salle's offense has set up with their fine run game. Also, for Mona Shores, you want to attack the edge and get the edge. That's where Brady Rose, their quarterback, runs that veer option, really wants to attack. And that's one thing that uh, Mona Shorts is going to have to really protect is that strong outside uh, edge for De La Salle and their defense. For De La Salle, it's going to have to be catching the football. Three touchdowns were dropped last week, making the catches and seizing the moment. This is a team that's expectations have grown from none at the start of the season to sky high now to win this title game. But really, this is a team and a program that has had a very proud season so live the moment. Don't let the moment get too big for you if you're the pilots. and Do what you've done all year. Dominate with your defense. Mid-Mortgage can help you land the keys to your new house. Contact them today for a pre-approval. Well, if you have some holiday bills piling up or just looking to start the new year by treating yourself to something nice, Alliance Catholic Credit Union has low-rate loans for every need. If you're not a member yet, it's easy to join. You can do it right before kickoff here today. In addition to great loan rates, Alliance Catholic is actively involved in the community and champions Catholic education through scholarships and financial literacy programs as well. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more. Get started today. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is federally insured by the NCUA. It's the Sailors and the Pilots next in our Catholic League Game of the Week on the Patriot. Listen to WDTK-FM 101.5 at AM 1400 The Patriot anytime, anywhere on Radio.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines. Plus, on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK-FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at Radio.com today. Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot anytime, anywhere on Radio.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at Radio.com today. The Patriot, FM 101.5, AM 1400, WDTK, Detroit. The Salem Media Group, on the NASDAQ as SALM.
It's time for the Catholic High School League Football Game of the Week on the Patriot. Each week, we'll bring you the games out of the best league in the state. The CHSL Game of the Week is proudly sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Now, let's send it to the Mitten Mortgage Broadcast booth for the call of the game. Here are Jeremy Otto and Chad Bush. Welcome back. High atop Ford Field here today. Catholic High School League football game of the week. We are so glad we are able to bring you a game each week with the exception of a couple that have been canceled uh, for various reasons throughout the year. But it has been a wild ride for us, but for these teams, for these players. And you got to give a lot of credit to anybody that wins the state championship this year. I think Dan Rohn said it best. A lot of people say in today's climate, whether it's the MLB, whether it's the NHL, whether it's the NCAA, if you win a championship, it has an asterisk. And that's what he says. It should have a big heart or a star because of what everybody's been through in a year like this. And this is a full season. There shouldn't be any discounts. That's right. No, this is a full season now. It's game 12 for both teams. So, yeah, to get through it with everything that's going on, with the layoffs and the start-stop, uh, this is very admirable, both teams, to get here anyway. But in a year like this, no doubt, as De La Salle takes the team, it takes the field in these all-whites. Jeremy, I'll tell you, both teams sharp uniforms. The baby blues looking like North Carolina or Columbia. Vermona <laughs> yeah. Shores, the reigning state champions in Division Two. De La Salle being here is really impressive. But they don't just want to be here under first-year head coach Dan Rohn. And we'll get into this. A lot of ties between Dan Rohn and his former defensive coordinator, who is the current defensive coordinator for Mona Shores, and Coach Check. So a lot of storylines both ways and excited for kickoff. Kickoff will come left to right. De La Salle won the toss but deferred. Cody Cummins, the big foul, the young sophomore, in to barrel this one in to the five-yard line. Returnable there for Mona Shores as they move and reverse the field to the near side. That's the star, Brady Rose, still on his feet at the 25-yard line, dragging his jersey from behind is De Niro Johnson, the junior running back, and a good job by him to sandwich him down. Yeah, Brady Rose, get ready. You're going to see him quite a bit. 20 rushing touchdowns on the year, and this young man has been the player of the year in Division Two for a good reason. Undersized, he's 5'7", a buck 70. But much like Brett Stanley, Jeremy, he's the quarterback, but he will have the ball in his hands, and he will make guys miss and run through him despite his undersized stature. It's a passing formation. They want to move the spot of the football. It's right on the near hash, and now they'll move it in between the hash marks and the NFL marks here as well. Right to left moves this team in baby blue here today. Two wide receivers aside for Brady Rose. He's in the pistol. Going to hand it off. No, he's going to option pitch it to his right. Keandre Pierce got a good block on the outside at the 30-yard line. Scrambles past the 35, and he has a first down up to the 42-yard line on the far side. Nice misdirection, something you'll see all day with these great reads by number 22. Yep, it's a veer option spread offense, and they are led again by Brady Rose, the quarterback, but he does a magnificent job of making reads. 
He's a coach's son. His daddy is the former head coach at Mona Shores. Not involved on this staff, but this is a coach's kid that knows the right reads. They send a man in motion to the near side. He'll get it on the sweep. That's Elijah Farnham. Breaks a tackle at the 50-yard line, inside the 40, and finally plummeted to the turf at the 35-yard line. They like that guy who's done a really good job just waiting out his time, and his time is now as he gains a first down plus five more up the left side. Elijah Farnham is electric, and, and there's three Farnham brothers in this offense. They know each other well. Hurry up here. Trips right. One of the near side receivers, Wiser, back in the pistol with the lone back behind Brady Rose being Elijah Johnson. He's their top rusher coming into the game beside Rose at 800 yards. Rose communicated with the line. Now will shift to a short shotgun formation, just four yards from the line. Handing it off left side. Great shoestring tackle on the bottom. It was Pierce who got the carry. And like J.C. Ford and Conklin in there, but the late flag, Jeremy, I don't know. This could be targeting, even though it looked like a clean tackle. It came in the timing of targeting. The flag is down at the 34-yard line on the near side. The Head referee for today's game is at the 42, and this is coming back against Mona Shores. They have not made the single yet. What? Did he say chop block? I guess, yeah. It was a, I think it is a chop block as we see here late, but inaudible. But a nice play. Let's not – hey, look, this is a really nice defensive play after De La Salle was getting gashed with the run the first three plays. Jaden Conklin with a nice play there. The Pilots will take the penalty. So the football back on the De La Salle 49-yard line on the near hash. Man in motion to the near side. They fake it to him. Want to throw for the first time. Rose airs it out. Down the left side. It's over the outstretched arms of Gary Humphrey at the 10-yard line. He probably would have had the end zone as well. Good coverage back there by Deontay Dandridge. His second good play so far this afternoon. Yeah, but Dandridge was beat. He was beat on the play, and Rose overshot his man. Dandridge did get a bit handsy late, but it didn't matter. The officials were the right call, but they could have hit him if they wanted to be ticky-tack on that. Uh, This is a team that can go deep and throw the football with Brady Rose, a guy that has 11 touchdowns against just three picks on the year. Second down and 24 from the De La Salle 49-yard line here. Rose motions out his man to the right, wants to hand it off quickly to him. That's the first touch for Elijah Johnson. Scrambles free at the 40-yard line, breaking tacklers everywhere inside the 25 to the 20 to the 17. What a nice scamper down the left side there by Elijah Johnson. He's the guy that came into today with 814 rushing yards, 11 scores on 103 attempts. He's been good. Elijah Johnson has been their horse all season long, and he took it up that left side. Great block, though, by number 24 to push this outside by Marson Maribaugh. 10-16 to go here in the first, still scoreless. Mona Shores knocking on a score from the 17 of De La Salle. Rose takes it out of the scrambling Wildcat-type plays across the 15 up to the 12-yard line, a solid gain of four and a half on first. It'll be second and called a short five. It's been a very stingy De La Salle defense, Jeremy, a team that gave up 20 points last week, but just one touchdown from their defense. And they've been awesome throughout the playoffs, giving up just three points to Mott in 20 last week through four games. Second down and call it six from the 12-yard line of the Pilots in between the hash marks here. Rose 
Motions out Johnson to his left from a pistol to a shotgun. Rose on the ground. Easy walk-in score. He rolls across the eye for Lions in the left side of the end zone. And just like that, Brady Rose and the defending champs are up six. Brady Rose into the end zone, and this is what he does. A guy that on the year averages over 13 yards a carry. He's in for his 21st rushing touchdown. Just follows behind his blocks. And these are power lifter guys, Jeremy. We talked to their head coach this week, Coach Kozak, and that uh, is just a well-blocked play and too much space for the Division II player of the year to run in easily behind that great offensive line. Will Beasley, who was so good defensively last week for DeLaSalle, had a chance to wrap him up at around the seven-yard line, but Rose was able to plow through any potential tacklers there. And we got an errant snap. Rose is the holder, and he's dragged down. At the 11-yard line, his shoulder pad is dislodged on the left side. He spikes the football. That's the second time in the last few weeks that has happened. And just like that, it's 6-0 Mona Shores. We head to a media timeout here. 9.30 left to play in the opening quarter. What a start for this Mona Shores offense. Thanks to another Siena Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. More after we get back. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. Jeremy and Chad back with you here from downtown Detroit. 6-0 in favor of Mona Shores. Good orchestrated drive, but the more important part, they had a second and 24 and treated it like nothing. And a couple plays chunking it into the center of the end zone. Guess who? Brady Rose was able to take it in from 17 yards out. They did miss the extra point. The snap was errant. Bobbled by the quarterback and the holder, Brady Rose. Couldn't do anything with it because the pilots were right there to swallow him up, and that is why we have a six-zip score here, Chen. Yeah, Brady Rose, 16-yard touchdown run, and, and like you said, it was that second and 24. De La Salle, after the chop block, uh, play was called back, and they had that nice stop. It was called back, 15-yard chop block. Second and 24, you're thinking, De La Salle, here we go, and then they just run a veer option. And a run for Elijah Farnham, which got him all the way down. And Brady Rose, you just can't give him that much space. Put him in open space, and Farnham will make you pay. Both guys will make you pay. 6 nothing. Mona Shores, the guys from the upper west side, get on the board first. And that's important given what's happened between these two teams before. Not that a lot of those players are on these teams, but for the confidence of Mona Shores, it can do a lot of good. Here's a man we'll call all game long, Brett Stanley, taking... Their first kickoff, he's across the 20, up to the 30-yard line, and finally marked down to looks like the 34 on the far side, and that's where Brady Drogash, the fine sophomore quarterback, who's really picked it up as the year has gone on, will step onto the field here at Ford Field for the first time in his career. Yeah, the sophomore, we'll see how he handles things. He was great last week, a victim of some drops, but he did have a touchdown pass, and 
led some game scoring, uh, the late, the game scoring uh, touchdown drive in overtime. Twins aside for Drogosh, he's in the gun. Brett Stanley to his left hip. They want McCollum on the jet sweep left. McCollum has it across the 35-yard line up to around the 40. That's a solid chunk gain of five yards on first down. Is that Alton? Don't call me Robert McCollum. <laughs> he they like what uh, he did, you know, over the quarantine and, and getting his speed up a little bit. His route running has improved as well. Nice gain on that jet jet sweep action and gives Drogosh a little bit of run. Mona Shores was very clear in their keys. We can't get him in second and short. Drogosh. Propels his leg forward, has the shotgun snap, fakes one way, then the other, hit as he throws, and this one is going to bobble free at midfield. Good play to get in there. Yeah. Giving him a big bear hug was Kyrie Hamill looking for the sack. The 5'11", 180-pound linebacker. He wears number six. It's third and six. Yeah, they bring him off the edge, and he took a bad angle to Drogosh. Otherwise, he gets a clear hit and maybe forces a fumble. He kind of took an awkward angle behind and was able to distract the throw, do his job, but it could have been a vicious collision and maybe a fumble if he doesn't, uh, if he takes the right angle. Third and mid now for De La Salle. Drogosh has Stanley to his right hip now. Going to fake it to him. Wants to throw Beasley, blocking in the backfield. Stanley is going to blow the coverage there as Drogosh is smacked down into the turf at the 31-yard line. Two or three big bodies coming in, but most importantly, it's the big fella. At 300 pounds, Bryce Singinga has a hello in the backfield to Drogosh, and now that's going to be fourth and 13 back at the 30. Yeah, nobody blocked him. They just left him off that edge. That's a mistake by Brett Stanley just to let him go. They didn't pay him any attention, and we see the big fella moving, and Drogosh couldn't get away from him, so this is a big three and out for the Mona Shores defense on the first series defensively. Already a lot of hard-working sweat on the right side of his jersey as he pounded Drogosh to the turf. Here's the first punt for Bucci. It's going to bounce shorts of Rose, the returner. This one down back at the 38-yard line in the near hash, and that is where Mona Shores will take it back. 86 yards down the field in their first drive. That was in part because of the second and 24 that they had to deal with. But nonetheless, it was a nice drive by Brady Rose, capping it off with number 22. He's had so many scores in so many ways this year. Three pick sixes, 11 touchdowns passing this year. But that was his 21st on the ground as he's back out there in the pistol with trips to his left and one to the near side. Rose sends Hamill in motion. He's going to option keep it as he spins his way to the 40-yard line and gains two chaps. Yeah, it's Conklin again coming from his outside linebacker, stayed home, kept Brady Rose in front of him, and then wrapped him up. He's a little water bug. He can squirt out of there quickly, and that's a nice job by Conklin to stick with him. He's been their best defensive player so far, has beaten Mona Shores in one-on-one. T. LaSalle with minus five of total offense on that first down. Or on that first drive, I should say. Football up to the 40-yard line here in the near hash. Rose directing the traffic. He's got two wideouts right, one to the left. And he motions his man to his right. That's Elijah Johnson, the fine running back. Rose keeps it for himself as he barrels it up the right side. Going to gain a couple more yards. It's going to turn into a third and five up to the Mona Shores 43. I really like this front seven for De La Salle. This defense has been outstanding. Conklin, the guy today, but Weaver's been outstanding. J.C. Ford, 
Uh, the guys up front, we've seen Dobbs. Right now, this is a big third and mid and something Mona Shores offensively doesn't get in often. 6.39 left to play in the first quarter. 6 nothing Mona Shores trying to add to that here as they have it on their own 43. Faking the handoff, going to run. It has a wide open, gaping hole to the right side. Has a first down into pilot territory. Scurries on the main of the lion to the right side and finally galloping up to the 46-yard line. Nice read by 22 there. Yeah, how about it? Brady Rose just reads this option. He runs it to a science. He's known it since he was in diapers. And uh, his dad was a former head coach we talked about. Just makes the right decisions. And his coach, uh, Coach Matt Kozak, raves about him, loves what he's done. He's going to miss the senior. His first word was ball. They knew he was going to be a good athlete there. (laughs) That's right. Two wide receivers aside, he's got the shotgun snap, wants to throw, airs it out in time. 20-yard line, bobbled and nearly hauled in on the nearest side by Elijah Farnham. He was battling once again with Dandridge in between the 20 and the 15-yard line. Gerling was back there as well for De La Salle. It's a second down and 10 of sigh relief for this De La Salle defense. Yeah, this should have been caught. It got behind Gerling, and and he had an outstretched arm, and the wide receiver there just dropped it. But Gerling credited him. He stuck with it and distracted it enough where Elijah Farnham had to bobble it to the ground. 5.54 left on the frozen clock here in the first. It's 6-0 Mona Shores as they scrimmage from the De La Salle 46. Spin move off the left side there by Elijah Johnson as he gets the Shotgun handoff. He's going to barrel for about two yards up to the pilot 44-yard line. It's third and a long eight. Yeah, Jimmy Milkey with a nice play there just to wrap him up and force again. Good job defensively to be assignment and gap sound for De La Salle. Dan Roan likes what his defensive front did, and it's a young defensive front four. Three out of the four yes. are underclassmen. It's impressive. Third down and eight from the De La Salle 44-yard line here. From the far hash, man in motion left side, it's Pierce. Rose has the shotgun snap. High, handles it fine. Screen left to Pierce. Catches the football at the 45-yard line, up to the 40, and he's going to gain two or three more, but well shy of the first down thanks to a nice wrap-up tackle that time by Gerling and Conklin here on the near side. It's fourth and nearly five. Yeah, it's four-down territory, Jeremy. I believe they're going to go for it, but nice job that duo combined to stop the edge. That's something that's important for De La Salle defensively. They're going to go for it. Yep. Inside the De La Salle 30-yard line here in between the numbers and the hash marks. It's a hard count on the first play. That's not to say they won't go for it, though, because they've done that a couple times here today and looked over to the sideline for the play call. No huddle offense all day. They're going to snap it. Pierce, wild, hot pass, left side, dribbles into the sideline and incomplete, looking for their top home run target in Gary Humphrey. He was moving right, the ball slipped left, dribbled into the sideline, and that will give De La Salle the football back with decent field position on their own 40. How about De La Salle's defense standing up and shutting it down like they've done all playoffs long? And uh, a very nice stand there defensively. They, when, when Mona Shores feels more comfortable throwing the football on third and four than, than, than running it with their star, that tells you something in the respect they have for the De La Salle defense. Well, if you have some holiday bills piling up or just looking to start the new year by treating yourself to something nice, Alliance Catholic Credit Union has low-rate loans for every need. If you're not a member yet, it's easy to join. You can open your account and start your loan application online in just minutes. In addition to great loan rates, Alliance Catholic is actively involved in the community and champions Catholic education 
through scholarships and financial literacy programs. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more and get started today. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League. Federally insured by the NCUA, 6-0 Mona Shores. Good stop by this De La Salle defense. They'll have it on the Mona 40-yard line with 427. Left to play in the first when we get back on the Patriot. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.sienaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. Nothing the lead for Mona Shores here in your Division II state championship game. So happy to be your only radio station in Detroit to bring you the high school football championships. Jeremy Otto alongside Chad Bush to bring the call back on the Patriot here today after a one-game stint over on LQV. We welcome the audience back to the Patriot as well. De La Salle has the football back on, the, on their own 40-yard line here in the near hash. Two receivers aside, McCullum in motion right to left. Looks like an option. Drogosh going to keep it for himself, mm. spiraling his way to the 45-yard line. That's a solid take yeah. along the right side for a gain of five on first down. Yep, and, and took a firm hit afterwards or during the play to get tackled to the turf. But they like Drogosh to be diverse and keep uh, this team off balance. You think Drogosh, you think, oh, he's going to pass. You think J.C. Ford, who we'll see here, oh, he's going to run. They want to keep this defense honest. They did there with a nice game. He's got to keep his pad level low. Dan Roan talks about that. Can't force the fumble. Got the shotgun snap here. Stanley to his left hip, receives the football in the handoff. Stanley powered his way near a first down, maybe just shy on the 49-yard line on the pilot half of the field. That's a nice burst at the end of the run, though, by 30. Yeah, Stanley again made a man miss, just like he did in that touchdown run to win it against Oak Park. Stanley makes the man miss, gets a few extra yards on his own, and at midfield, De La Salle's got a chance for uh, what would be, what, their first first down of the game? The tight end, Gavin Griswack, stumbles into play, wanted to get on the field so fast, he kind of rolled to the 50-yard line. He's in the right position at the end of the line. He lines up just to the right of the right guard that time of Roskop having the snap here is Drogosh hands it off to Stanley and Stanley's going to get two plus yards after the first down into Monashore's territory at the 48 yard line and for a team that took the ball back with minus five on offense it's been a decent start on this second drive yeah and look this is a Monashore's team that can get taken defensively they have given up some points here in recent weeks they gave up 30 against Traverse City Central they gave up uh, 21 to East Lansing, 35 to Caledonia earlier in the playoffs. If they're going to get beat, you're going to have to hold on to the football. 2.49 to go in the first, 6 nothing. Mona Shores. A little sweeping run right side. They want Will Beasley, their goal line guy. Normally, he's going to gain four yards here up to the Mona Shores 45-yard line. They think he could be the best offensive piece, but they need him so much on defense, he doesn't get a lot of touches here. That's right. they got to keep the kid who's been offered by several max schools in Division One, the junior. Keep him fresh. Keep him fresh for what he does on defense. 
Dan Roan communicating the play call from the far sideline to his young sophomore quarterback, but he says, hey, he's not a sophomore anymore. He's a junior. <laughs> there is a difference. We're into 2021 now. <laughs> yeah, there's a difference when you flip that calendar, baby. Two receivers aside, Beasley in motion. He wants to block that left All guard. Day. Nice job there. Drogosh gets by. Now he's going to tuck and run. Has the edge at the 40-yard line. Drags the pile a yard. More very close to that first down. Up to the Mona Shores. 38-yard line, and yes, those chains will move left to right. That was a heady run by the growing junior now, yeah? <laughs> yeah, and Jeremy, how about, wait a minute, who's the running quarterback here? Brady <laughs> Rose or Brady Drogosh? The battle of the Bradys on the ground, at yeah. least, is being won right now by Drogosh. He's starting to use those legs, and De La Salle is into Sailor territory. At the 38, just to the right of the... Yard markers over there. Delayed handoff to Stanley as they faked it to McCollum on the sweep right. Stanley moves left, and he's piled right into his own bench after a gain of one up to the 38. Yeah, this defense is quick for Mona Shores, and it's a 3-5-3 defense or a 3-3-5, whatever you want to call it, but it's usually a three-man front. And, and, and they said, we need to be very sound. We talked to their head coach, Kozak. We need to be very sound because De La Salle will run multiple sets and run multiple plays based off of how we're aligned. We have to be assignment sound and know uh, what formation they're in early. Drogash in the gun. He motions up his right leg to send Griswack in motion right to left. They toss it to the right into the hands of Stanley. This is likely coming back as he gains the 30-yard line as the snap yeah, legal motion. Was taken, and the flag was down at the 35-yard line. couple guys moving at the same time. Dan Roan on the field. He knows this place. What, his fifth trip to Ford Field, Jeremy? Yes. Sixth, actually. Sixth. And, and a few titles. Four titles with Grand Rapids. West Catholic, right? Yes. Dan Roan was a couple yards onto the field at midfield to protest that call it's moving the football back to the 45 yard line and making it second and about 16 it's looking sharp and his little he's got some vest action yeah. going we're uh, indoors now no need to worry about weather yeah worry about looking good on fox sports baby koziak on the other end and his good. shirt and tie down there that's his thing yes. big games he's going to wear a, 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 a old crusty white dress shirt and he's going to have a tie on but it's old school. I love it. Woody Hayes-ish. He moved it up a little bit more to the 42-yard line of Mona Shores here at second and 13. Some of these linemen for Mona look a little bit gassed here. Remember Gene Stallings used to wear the, the short sleeve dress shirt? Yes. Stanley up the gut. Good burst. He's going to get back to the original line of scrimmage as he's tripped up. Yeah. He's tripped up at the 37, so that's going to make it a third and nearly nine with just 12 seconds to go in a 6 nothing first quarter. Yeah, and the big Bubba's going to have to come out, 52. Sikinga, who made that nice sack earlier on Drogoch, and that is going to take us to the second quarter. An interesting first quarter, a quick strike by Brady Rose and the offense, but Brady Drogosh trying to lead this offense down. He has his team on the Mona Shores 37-yard line as they switch fields when we head to the second quarter. 6 nothing Sailors. More when we get back. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. 
Hey guys, Chris Sabonik here, mortgage broker at Mitten Mortgage Lending. As a broker, we're licensed to work with several different lenders to help find the best rates and costs for you on your mortgage. Working with multiple lenders means we're going to have a variety of programs that are going to help suit your needs, everything from conventional, FHA, VA, and more. Uh, when you work with us, you're not only going to get the best service, we're going to make sure you get all of your questions answered, and we're also going to be able to make sure we close your loan in less than 30 days. Call us today at 734-922-2252 or find us online at mittenloans.com. NMLS 1723481. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Jeremy Otto and Chad Bush back with you here from the Mitten Mortgage Lending Broadcast booth. High atop Ford Field in downtown Detroit, 6 to nothing in favor of Mona Shores thanks to a Brady Rose touchdown and a missed extra point just a few minutes into this game. But De La Salle biting. They have it on the Mona 37-yard line with a third and nine coming up. Chad, to begin the second quarter. A third and nine in the 37. It's four down territory. Cummings has hit one from 50 this year, but I don't think they want to go there yet. Uh, but, hey, look, I like what De La Salle's doing offensively. They've been able to run with Brady Drogosh. That's been a pleasant surprise. We've seen Stanley do his thing on the ground. Stanley's picked up some first downs. But it's ball control offense, control the clock. Do not allow this electric Mona Shores defense who has put up points at will against folks this year, uh, do their thing. But, hey, look, this is a team that's given up some yards defensively on the run, Jeremy, that I, I look at. And if you're De La Salle, there's no disguising this. You need to run the football. Traverse City Central last week, 239 yards on the ground against this team. Caledonia put up 321 earlier in the playoffs just four weeks ago. So this is a team that can be had on the ground. Why not run it first, make them force you to to stop that, and then you go to the air. A little bit different for all these student-athletes. not often that you experience media timeouts, so there's a little bit more waiting like an NFL game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Out you got, there, guys with hands on their hips, waiting but, for the play to be signaled to go. But when you have the godfather of funk and soul <laughs> pumping through these oh, yeah. veins and system, George Clinton and the P-Stunk, P-Funk All-Stars, <laughs> oh, you're feeling electric. doesn't matter where you're at. Keeps the muscles moving. Third down and nine mm-hmm. from the Mona Shores 37-yard line here. Drogosh has the shotgun snap. Chest high. Fires a dart right side complete to his tight end, Gavin Griswack, who pulls it in. And that is going to be still four yards shy of the first down at around the 33, third and five. But it sets you up now for a fourth and mid. And you're not gonna you're not gonna kick this. So it's it's a you cut it down by a few yards. And this is pretty much the same situation that Mona Shores, Jeremy, was in just uh, their last series when De La Salle got a stop. De La Salle has progressively used their tight ends more as the year has gone on. Griswack, they like him. Yep. Had 11 targets coming into this game for just over 100 yards. Two wide receivers left, one to the far side. Beasley in motion, a block. 
They want to pitch right to Stanley in that direction. Stanley has the edge, kind of running sideways to stay in bounds. He reaches the 30-yard line, but he looks short on fourth and five. And for the second consecutive possessions, these two teams flip-flop the ball now. Wow, they didn't even do a measurement? I know the ref was right on it, but I guess that thing was not as close as it. Yeah, he's out right at the 30. Did he need to get to the 32? Two, okay. Or 28, actually. Okay, fair enough. Well, that's very unstanley like to not get that, but he was up against it on the boundary. Turnover on downs. 11-12 to go, 6 nothing. Mona Shores, their third offensive possession. Turned it over on downs the last time for... De La Salle on a missed pass left side. Here's a handoff on the first play. That's into the hands for the first time of Demir, Demir Farnham, the young sophomore, but they think he has a chance to be one of the best running backs they've seen. Good meet up by Will Beasley for the tackle for a slow gain of two. Yeah, you're not kidding. What a meet up it was. A friendly hello in the Motor City. Welcome to my hood. Mona Shores now moving left to right across your dial here in the second quarter. Twins aside. Rose has a shotgun snap. Ooh, he kept that for a long time and got rocked, but he's able to pitch it in time and keep the play alive. Right side looking to use the edge is Keandre Pierce, and Brett Stanley followed him all the way for a three-yard loss back to the 29. That is so assignment sound. When you're running the veer option, you have to be disciplined, and each guy takes a guy. And Stanley didn't let his guy, who was their best running back, get to the edge. And that's great matchup speed there by Stanley to force a third and long. Great adjustment by this G. LaSalle defense after the punch and the gut first touchdown within the first four minutes. They have rocked this uh, Mona Shores offense back. Brandon Bush, their defensive coordinator, by the way. No relation, but he's fabulous. Third and 11, fake the handoff, going to roll left as Rose, wants to throw for the third time today. Pipes it short, complete, knocked down maybe behind the line to gain there. What a great tackle that was, pushing him back. Elijah Farnham caught the football. There is a flag in the middle of the field right around the line of scrimmage at the 32-yard line, so a lot of things to consider here. Did he even get the first down? This is uh, Brady Rose doing Brady Rose things. Backs up, knows how much space to throw it up to, and then floats it over the safety. And that thing was caught right at the marker. I think he has the first out of its stands, but there's a flag, and I think this is going against De La Salle. Beasley just shoved him down. That's not the issue, as Dan Rohn now discusses with two officials on the far side. Dan Rohn from Muskegon. That's where he's from. And uh, he's a Muskegon guy. And he's playing against Muskegon Mona Shores. Ooh, an eligible wide receiver against Mona Shores. My bad on that. So that's going to set him up for a third and even longer. And that's huge. That is that is big. And Now, Mona Shores got out of a second and 24. Can they get out of a third and 16? against this dominating De La Salle defense. Let's see how De La Salle def- Do they send somebody here, Jeremy? Sean Belizean would say send him. That's his thing. <laughs> I think I think Brady Rose is different. you got to shadow him, not heat him up. Third and 16 from the 24. Looks to throw, heaving it down the field. A little wobbly to the 30-yard line. Has a man down wow. there. It's incomplete as they throw into double coverage. Looking for Elijah Farnham. On that right side, once again, Gerling and Dandridge yep. back deep 
in coverage, and they'll be forced to punt it away on fourth and nearly 15. Yeah, they knew they wanted to go. Mona Shores was looking to go to their big guy. And number 11, that's Elijah Farnham. Well covered by Gerling, but if that throw is perfectly on, on, the, on the point, on the money, that thing's a touchdown. Well defended, though, by De La Salle. Fourth and 16, low snap, handled Ooh. fine, and a good punt, all things considered. Line drive to Stanley at his own 45-yard line. Slips a tackle at midfield. Another at the 40-yard line, dragging the pile all the way to the 34-yard line. That's Brett, Brett Stanley-esque, as he's been doing all year long. Drags that out, and De La Salle is going to have great field position down 6-zip with 9-11 to go here in the second. It's like deja vu we saw against Oak Park. This was a team that came back and had their defense force a safety, force a three and out, and then get a nice return from Stanley. De La Salle, it feels like, is winning this game since that first drive, but they have nothing to show for it. Timeout on the field, 9-11 left to go in the first half. 6-0 Mona Shores. De La Salle will have it on the Mona 35 when we get back. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. Bolesky, Double B, back in our WDTK studios in Ferndale. Jeremy out alongside Chad Bush. We couldn't have him along with us here today, but a big thank you, shout-out to Alex Westfall. They limited our uh, personnel to two here at the state championship this year, but Alex did another great job. Marcus Burns filling in a couple times, as well as our on-site engineer. We appreciate everyone else that puts this thing together as well. Yeah, Double B, Brian Bolesky, uh, and, and all the folks that work hard back there, we appreciate it. It's been a great season. We thank you. I want to thank you because without you, this doesn't happen, and I mean that. Thank you for your efforts this year. It's a lot of fun covering these tight high school games. What a game we had last week, and this looks to be a pretty good one as well. 9-11 left to go in the second quarter. 6-0 Mona Shores. De LaSalle takes it over on the 35-yard line after the great return by Stanley. Yep, three drives, all Brady Drogosh at quarterback. We do expect to see J.C. Ford sometime at QB. Drogosh out there, has it in the shotgun. Stanley finds nothing as he looks to move to the middle of the field on a run. Bounces, bounces, bounces to the outside and gains one after all that effort. Good wrap-up tackle there by Brady Rose, sparking up from his uh, DB position there. Yeah, he's a safety. This is a guy who scored five touchdowns in a game this year five different ways he did that against holland in week three five different ways running touchdown passing touchdown receiving touchdown and uh, a return a kick touchdown and a defensive interception for a touchdown he is the best player on the field for them at all times on the field including on defense Rhett Rozier has been in the ballgame the last couple plays the young running back in the slot right side they send trips that way one to the near side Drogosh has the shotgun snap, hands it off to Stanley, but a flag is this delay a game as it comes from the back judge at the 13. Yeah, it is. 
That's not what you want to do here if you're dealing with Sal with great field position. No, you turn second and long into second and longer. And this offense really isn't set up for that. Football now back to the 39-yard line of Mona Shores as a scrimmage from the near hash here. Still 8.20 left to go in a 6-0 second quarter here. Brady Rose able to score just a few minutes into the ball game. On a keeper along the right side, Drogosh now trying to lead his offense down the field here. And you know the other thing on that, Jeremy, is it stops the clock. Sure does. Trips left. They send Rozier in motion here. Drogosh wants to throw. Has a man wide open. It's Stanley, oh. and he overthrows him by four or five yards. Stanley looked and turned at the 20-yard line. That football is going to end up nearly on the seven. He was wide open with some space. That might have been a house call. It was a house call. I mean, we'll see the replay on the big screen in Drogosh. It was a well-designed offensive play. And Drogosh had his man on the wheel route, Stanley, who just went up the seam and was wide open. He got behind their defensive back. So Kyrie Hamill bailed out by the overthrow by Drogosh. Drogosh was drilled as that play was commencing as well. Mirahue got a good lick at him. Yeah. Stanley just looking up to the ceiling and clapping his hands in frustration, knowing that they missed another one. They've missed a few. Yep. The last couple games. Watch the blitz here too, Jeremy. Third and 14, play action. They fake the handoff to Stanley. Drogosh weaves out of pressure and is going to scrap back to the original line of scrimmage, but that's all. He is up to the 34. Good job by the defensive front to work him down. It looked like finally making the tackle was DJ Cabanis. Yeah, it was great coverage downfield is what it was, and he had nowhere to go, and uh, they did not bring pressure. So fourth and nine now, Jeremy. What do you do? Do you go for it? Do you kick it? Of course you got to go for it. Would be a 51-yarder. And a three points doesn't really help you in this game, I don't believe. Trips left, one to the far side. Janinchik, the lone man right in front of the deal with Sal bench here. Shotgun snap is knee high. Drogosh has it, fades it, nearly picked off and incomplete as that football waddles on inside in between the hash marks at the 21-yard line. He was looking on a short slant to Tristan Nichols, a guy who's been pretty good, the sophomore, but another turnover on downs. That's the third in a row between these two teams. Yep, and threw it right into the hands, as you mentioned. It was for Drogosh. He had to read it. It was zone coverage, the corner, Playing cover two, had it right in his hands, but it was well covered. And both teams, Jeremy, between the 40 and the 30s now have been turned over on downs in, what, three or four consecutive possessions. So things are tightening up. It was Kiwan Farnham, the safety, who nearly had that pick. Okay. They want to run on the first play. Here's another Farnham. They're all related. They're all brothers. Demir Farnham takes it right side for six yards. So you have Elijah Farnham. Demir Farnham, and the man we just mentioned as well, and they all have a big impact on this team. They have. They've got uh, four guys that have 300 yards or better, and uh, he's a guy that's definitely a big part of it. And Farnham. Football up to the 40-yard line. The nose just over it of Monisho's territory still here. On the second straight play, they want to run up the middle, and that's going to be a first down. Demir Farnham. With a nice burst of speed there. They like his burst running. Came into play with nearly 450 yards and four touchdowns. Adding to that, 
early on here today. Yeah, I'm surprised, though, that we haven't seen more of Johnson. I mean, he was the guy that, you know, came in with nine yards of carry, 11 touchdowns. He did great on that first drive. We haven't seen much of him since then. Just two carries for 35 yards. Rose yeah. has a shotgun snap, fakes it. He's going to run himself, finds a seam right side, close to a first down, that extra effort as he drags the pile across the 45, up to the 44-yard line and drags a strong player in Will Beasley as well for another first down. Yeah, running the football. It's an offensive line that averages 270 pounds. They're bigger than De LaSalle up front. They are, and they're led by Sikinga, the center, who is a big one himself. So the 300-pounder anchoring that middle certainly helps set the tone for that offensive line. Power lifters up and down, by the way, which we thought was very interesting. We'll get to more of that later. Two targets left, one to the near side here. Rose in the pistol. He's got Farnham behind him. He's going to shift to the shotgun as he goes left hip here. Rose has the shotgun snap, fades it out midair, has a man downfield, nearly made an incredible catch at the 10-yard line as he separated from the deep man for De La Salle. It's Gary Humphrey, yeah. but it's along his right leg and trickling right on the 10-yard line. Good job to stay with him by Deontay Dandridge. He's been targeted quite a bit here today. It's second and 10. That's a good football play by Dandridge. Didn't interfere, tight coverage, hands right in it, and he was matched up against their best receiver in Humphrey. That's their top target, most yards on the year. So that's top cover guy against the other top cover guy and a solid job by De La Salle to set up a second and long. One ashore is 124 yards on the ground, 128 of total offense. LaSalle has been limited so far here today. Rose wants to run it, and De LaSalle sniffed it out right away, saying absolutely not, and clogging the middle was Jaden Conklin there, yeah. the senior linebacker. It's third and nine, no game. Boy, he's been special today, hasn't he? Jaden sure has. Conklin has been all over Beasley and on that, but another stymie, stingy defense for De LaSalle this stand, but third and long. You want to stay away from anything that's going to get by. Keep Brady Rose in front of you and don't let him get outside the tackles. Six tackles for Conklin, seven for Beasley thus far. It's a third and nine from the De La Salle 45. They scrimmage in the middle of the field here. little misdirection, handing it off to the near side, floating through close to a first down at the 36-and-a-half-yard line. It looks to be short. That's Keandre Pierce who received the handoff. Yep, solid game, but he is short by about a yard, maybe a half yard, Jeremy. Just a misdirection, jet sweep, reverse, and uh, he's short by a yard. But, again, this would be another stand inside the 30 and 40 (laughs) if we could see this again in four-down territory. Conklin and Dandridge again coming up to make that stop. Four down and inches up to the 36 of De La Salle. Brady Rose in tight shotgun here. Two wide receivers left. Wants to keep it. Has it. Has a first down. He's going to plow through a couple more for a gain of nearly nine on the play up to the 22-yard line. What a heady run by 22 there. He's listed at 5'7". I think he's more like 5'6". He's headed to Ferris State. His coach thinks he's a Division I player, and I do too. He's undersized, Jeremy, but he is so hard to bring down. Conklin had him wrapped up. He ran over Will Beasley for all intents and purposes. First down and 10 from the De La Salle 22. Moving left to right as Mona Shore is already up 6-0. Halfway to go. 
here in the second quarter. Rose swivels to the right side that time on a keep. He's going to take it up to the 24. Sorry, the line of scrimmage was the 27 that time. So a gain of three with 335 to go, to be exact, here in the first half. DeLaSalle not surprised that it's it's Mr. Rose getting the carries. He came in with over 1,200 yards on the year. Uh, so there's no surprise there. But I'm surprised he's the guy keeping it exclusively on this drive for the later parts. Rose has Johnson to his left hip. Two carries for 35 yards. He'll increase that now. Three carries for how many yards? Tumbles inside the 20. Barreled down at the 18-yard line, about a yard shy of the first down that time. So it's going to be another third and short for this Mono offense. This is about a whisker away from being a touchdown for Elijah Johnson. J.C. Ford comes up and makes the trip up. Otherwise, this thing's going the distance. Mono one of four on third down conversions here today. Third and short oh. again. Rose is jolted behind the line of scrimmage. What a hit. Going low and a little high in the end is Jaden Conklin putting on a defensive clinic here today for De La Salle. Stood up at the line to gain its fourth and one. And Mona Shorts is going for it. How about Jaden Conklin? Oh, my goodness. He just came up top and took him. Mano on mano and held on to him. Mm. Timeout. That's a solid timeout, I think. Talk things over. Give your defense a little gas if you're yeah. Dan Rohn as it's the first for G. LaSalle in this half. 6 nothing Mona Shores. We have a fourth and less than one to go on the D. LaSalle 18. Yeah, and Conklin wrapped him up. He's holding on for dear life. Stanley comes to smother him. Jeremy, I wonder if, if you're Mona Shores, I mean, you missed the extra point. So you're up 6 nothing. It's a one-score game. Do you go for a two-score game? They do have a kicker. Uh, that has knocked home, what, two or three field goals this year? Two of three, yep. Two of three. DeKuyper is his name. I mean, this would be a, about a 35-yarder. And so if I'm on the shores, I know you trust Brady Rose in your offense, but on fourth and one, this is an important drive, you'd think. Um, we'll see what they come out of this timeout with. Both these teams, Jeremy, I'm sorry, very familiar with the Ford Field and being here, though. I mean, no, neither team, it feels like, coming in, you know, wow, first time in school history. Both teams knew that they would get here. You didn't think Mona Shores would get here? Or you didn't think De La Salle might be here at the start of the year? You had a good idea the reigning champs in Division Two, Mona Shores, would be back in this game. Koziak has made this a program. When he took over in 2011, they were 1-8, and eight, but the three years... Prior to that, two and seven, five and four, three and six. By 2012, he evened it out nearly four and five. By 2013, they were in the pre-district, losing to a perennial power at that point in Lowell, 34-24. Then he got them to the Division Two state championship game in 14 against Steel South. Didn't turn out all too good, but it increased and increased to this point where they're looking for two in a row and a huge play here, fourth yeah. and inches. From the De La Salle 18-yard line on the near hash, Rose motions a man to his right side. Has Johnson to his right to block. Rose keeps it himself, and this time he's not going to miss out on things. He gains a couple more yards along the right side, just on the edge of the 20 for the 20-yard line here up to the 16. It's a first and just outside of a goal situation at this point. Yeah, they went behind uh, that right side. 
And they got a double team from their right guard, and that's Braden Flanders in that big center, uh, number 52, 52 Sycamore. A buck 51 left to play here in the second quarter. 6 nothing Mona Shores. Johnson on the ground. Burst of speed up the middle. He's got the 10 and the 9-yard line and a gain of 7 on first down. Yeah, and, and Mona Shores, again, they want to control this clock and run it down themselves. And with 90 seconds left, they're doing just that in a second and short now, sniffing the goal line. Two timeouts remaining for De La Salle, three for Mona. That won't be a factor for Mona Shores, you wouldn't think. On a second and three, spreading himself in the middle of the end zone is Johnson. No call. There it comes. Touchdown, Mona Shores. What a huge one at the end of the half here. Elijah Johnson squirts in, and they get uh, back in the end zone. We'll see Mona Shores. It looks like it's going to kick the extra point. But another play well blocked, and they're really starting to manhandle the front four for De La Salle. We have not seen a lot of this this year, but that De La Salle front four, this drive, really starting to uh, get taken down. J.C. Ford was waiting on the goal line trying to stop Brady Rose. Not many have been able to, (laughs) whether it's throwing, kick returning, on defense, his 22nd rushing touchdown of the year came in with 11 heaving touchdowns as well. Yeah. Looks like they're taking a second look at this one. They can do that now here in the MHSAA oh, yeah? state championship games. As of last year, I believe, was the first time. Okay. And now it's a red official, basically, who comes from the sideline and says, hold on a minute, and now... Your head referee here today will put on the headset and talk with the replay official, and they'll try to figure things out. It's 12-0 Mona Shores. No, this is not college. This is not the NFL. This is high school football, but I like it. Don't do it every play like the NFL seems to do at times, but if it's the difference of a touchdown or a turnover, absolutely do it right now. Yeah, and the replay we have the benefit of, and you do too if you're watching at home along with listening to us. Thank you very much. Uh, what do you think? We're watching this at the same time. The knee is down. Hard to tell. I think it's too Around close. the same time when the knee was coming down, he was crossing that plane, though. And he yeah. gets to the blue paint here at Ford Field, which is beyond right. where you need to be. When he falls to the ground, now ultimately that doesn't mean much. But Yeah, here the comes the call. The touchdown. touchdown is yeah. the confirmed notion here 12 nothing Mona Shores thanks to another Siena Heights University score find out more at go.sienaheights.edu Brady Rose extending that football it looked like somebody from behind from De La Salle tried to go for that football as well that could have been interesting Rose is the holder here this was botched last time he got plummeted after he received it, but DeKuyper is going to be able to kick it. His 52nd of 59 extra points this year will fly its way through. And it's 13 to nothing Sailors with a buck 16 to go. De La Salle with two timeouts remaining, though. And when you have a guy like Brett Stanley returning the football, he can get you a short field, and who knows? Yeah, enough time in a minute 16, and, and your timeouts, chance for De La Salle. And you're down two scores now after that Elijah Johnson touchdown run. Uh, his 11th of the year. And so now you're in a spot, you're De La Salle, yeah. I mean, any points, you're going to have to feel good about 
but you also don't want to turn it over. And when you've got a ball hawk like Brady Rose in the secondary roaming, he has six you interceptions. You can't get away from him, can you? Can't get away from him. He's on special teams. They said the only team Brady Rose does not play on is the kickoff unit. <laughs> He's on every other unit. So, uh, anyhow, De La Salle, yeah, you'd love to see something offensively that gives you confidence, but you can't turn it over as well. Stanley is a lone man back deep. You'd think they'd try to kick it away from him. DeKuyper barreling back nearly 20 yards to the 30. Powers forward now. Booms his right leg in. It's a squib. Fielded at the 15-yard line by Stanley. Has some room. Beats a tackler at the 20. Beats another at the mm. 30 in a zigzag Ooh. motion. He's up to the 37-yard line. And that is where De LaSalle will take it back with two timeouts remaining and a buck 10 to go in a 13-0 second quarter. Yeah, Brandon Bakehard. The sophomore with a saving tackle. That thing could have gone for a lot more if he doesn't make that the 35. So, yeah, we'll see what happens now on this drive. Uh, we'll see Brady Drogosh back out there. We have not seen J.C. Ford at quarterback in the first half. So, certainly in this situation, you would see Brady Drogosh. One for four throwing today for four yards. Just four carries for eight yards. That's made up for some of the lost yardage on plays today. After the first drive, De LaSalle was minus five in total yardage. Passing formation here. Drogosh hands it in the gun. Low snap, hands it off Stanley. Stanley moves left and gains maybe two mm. off the left side. Great tackles. He hops up and claps his arms. Carson Merrihue, the hero on that play as they move up to the 37. De LaSalle has two timeouts left, and with 53 seconds and a running clock on second and eight. They're judging on what happens on this play. Snap taken. They want to hurl left side. It's complete at the 45-yard line. Stiff arm gaining more yardage up to midfield. That time is Devin Smelter, and they will not use a timeout. They'll get them to the line quickly. 44 seconds left. The clock will stop because the chains aren't set. Right, 44 seconds left. That's a big play for this passing game. Or maybe he got out of bounds. I guess he, he just got out of bounds. He did get out of bounds. On the near side, so first and 10 from the pilot, 49. Trips right, one to the near side. They'll send Smelter in motion. Look that direction. Extra blocker there as well. Drogas rolling out, picked off at the 39-yard line. An easy mm. thank you pick for Kyrie Hamill. He missed one earlier, falls down on his tippy toes, inbounds by about three yards on the far side. He says, I'm sealing this one. And with 37 seconds left in the second quarter, Mona Shore is likely going to take a 13-0 lead into the break. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, that was that was the concern, and I voice it. You turn it over, throw an interception. I don't think they're done. And I think that's the that was the nightmare of Dan Rowan of opening it up, and so here it is. I don't think they do. I think they start to take some shots. They got too much respect for De La Salle's offense, and they have all three timeouts do the uh, Sailors. Listening to the Catholic High School League football game of the week here on WDTK Detroit. First down and 10. They uh -oh. start in a passing formation. High snap as Rose will curl back, and that's going to be nearly a 10-yard loss <laughs> as he takes the football on the 29. Both teams trying to make their coaches look crazy here, Jeremy. 26 Let's... seconds left. Everybody will yeah, keep their it. timeouts. Now they're done. That'll scare you enough to go into the half unsettled. <laughs> Koziak puts his hands yeah. out two yards onto the field and says, slow down, we're yeah, done. We're done. You get, we both gave you chances and you can't. Go to your rooms, it's <laughs> halftime. 
You can't have your pudding until you eat your meat. Well, regardless, 13-0 is the lead for Mona Shores. They got to feel pretty good in what has been a tight game. De La Salle has made up and made some good defensive stops after what looked like a fairly easy first drive. Oop. Break things down a little bit more when we get back. A lot coming here in halftime. You have your mitten mortgage lending two-minute drill. We'll have Chad's keys to the game in the second half as well. And also have this week in high school sports. That more is up next. 13-0 in favor of Mona Shores at the half. More when we get back on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot anytime, anywhere on Radio.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at Radio.com today. Mike Gallagher can see the plan. you got to understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to maximize the January 6th riots to now exact as much retribution and harm upon non-Biden supporters as humanly possible. It's kind of breathtaking because it's right out in the open. They're not even trying to hide. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. It's halftime for the CHSL Game of the Week on the Patriot. Well, the number one thing you look back at this time of year is all the holiday bills that piled up. And maybe you're looking to pay those off or just looking to start the new year by treating yourself to something nice. You know, what could that be? A boat maybe for the, the summer thinking warm again or a new car even a, a mortgage, possibly, if you're looking for a new house. The housing market is booming right now. Alliance Catholic Credit Union has low rates for every need. If you're not a member yet, it's easy to join. You can open your account and start your loan application online in minutes. In addition to great loan rates, Alliance Catholic is actively involved in the community and champions Catholic education through scholarships and financial literacy programs. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more and get started. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League federally insured by the NCUA. 13-0, the lead for Mona Shores at halftime here. A lot of the stats scream that it's been all Mona here today. They're a little bit deceiving in some ways. First downs, 10-3, Mona Shores. Total offense, 164-50, Mona Shores. Penalties are two aside. Hasn't been a factor thus far. One turnover for De La Salle. A couple turnover on downs. We had three in a row. Uh, at one point combining these two teams. Brady Rose has been the story on the ground more so than through the air. He's just one of six through the air today for four yards on the ground, 11 carries 
for 57 yards. Elijah Johnson scored the other touchdown. Your thoughts on that first half? I thought it was a first half uh, that Mona Shore scores on their first drive and they score on their last drive. And in between, this was very evenly played and, and nobody could get past the 30-yard uh, line. In fact, Salle has not been in the red zone uh, yet in this game. So um, they've been close, but they've been stymied twice uh, inside that between 30 and 40 yards. So I think it's one of those uh, things where you have to give credit to the Mona Shores defense. They've been able to stop the De La Salle run. They've also been able to control the clock. They've had the football for five more minutes. And uh, it's been a situation where you have a team that can get on track with the run because they have a running quarterback and they have three great running backs. De La Salle just, Drogosh has done pretty solid on the ground actually, but the threat is not there. And when you're Mona Shores, you can load up that box. They're not afraid to throw the for De La Salle to throw the football yet. I think De La Salle, we saw him open it up at the end of the half, Jeremy, but they have to get something going in the passing game to give their run game a chance offensively. Defensively, I think they've done enough uh, to stay in this game. A little too much on the ground, but that's just Brady Rose being Brady Rose and doing his things. And you got to take advantage of the short field, which they had right. several times at yeah. the end of the half, including a first down and 10 on the 35-yard line of Mona Shores because of a great return yeah. by Stanley. We'll break it down a little bit more later in our halftime report. After this, we'll send it to this week in high school sports uh, from the MHSA offices. But for now, it's a 13 to nothing lead for Mona Shores at the half. More when we get back. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic University in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.siennaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. We have always believed that every child learns differently, so we develop individualized plans for each student. This year, we are delivering educational support in every possible way, in person, in our center, or at your home and virtually. Any subject, any grade, anywhere. The Student Connection, uniquely designed for success. TheStudentConnect.com. Tune in for Wave State University men's basketball Friday at 6 and Saturday at 3 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot, led by Darian Owens-White and Braylon Neely, the Warriors travel to Midland for a conference battle against the Northwood Timberwolves. Start your weekend with some hoops. Kevin Breckmacher has your play-by-play for Northwood versus Wayne State. Tip-off Friday at 6 and Saturday at 3 on WDTK, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. Or stream live at PatriotDetroit.com. The CHSL Game of the Week Halftime Show continues next. 
Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 at AM 1400 The Patriot anytime, anywhere on Radio.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines. Plus, on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at Radio.com today. We've got a championship weekend recap for volleyball, swimming and diving, and eight-player football. That's all on This Week in High School Sports. Hello, everyone. I'm John Ross. Welcome to This Week in High School Sports. We start this week in Brighton, where the Legacy Center was host to both the Division I and Division II eight-player football finals. In Division I, Adrian Lenaway Christian capped an undefeated season, beating Sutton's Bay 47-0, the Cougars capturing the title in their first year of playing eight-player football. Special teams was the key at the start of this one as the Cougars used a blocked punt and a punt return for touchdown to race out to an early lead. Jamison Chester had two touchdown catches, and quarterback Landon Gallant ran for one as Adrian Lenaway Christian put up 400 yards of offense. Sutton's Bay had trouble getting anything started as they were only able to muster 52 total yards but the Norsemen still finished with an impressive 10-1 record. In Division II, Powers North Central brought a whole bunch of offense with them down from the UP, outscoring Portland St. Patrick 70-48 to capture the Division II eight-player title. Quarterback Luke Gorzinski racked up 313 yards and four touchdowns rushing and threw for 156 yards and another three touchdowns in the victory. The 118 total points set an eight-player finals record. For the Shamrocks, receiver Shane Cook hauled in 13 passes for 179 yards and three touchdowns. The North Central Jets finished the year 11-0, Portland St. Pat's at 10-1. Read more about both games at thesecondhalf.mhsaa.com. Our game balls this week go out to Lily Witt, a sophomore diver from Dexter, Lily repeated as the Division II diving champion with a lower Peninsula Division II record, 486.95 points. Brooke Diswick, the junior from Battle Creek St. Philippe. Brooke had 37 kills in helping lead the Tigers to a Division IV volleyball championship, the school's 21st volleyball title. And Justine Murdoch and Gwen Woodbury of Bloomfield Hills Cranbrook, Kingswood. Combo helped lead Cranbrook to a lower Peninsula Division III swim title. Murdoch won the 200-yard individual medley and the 100-yard backstroke, setting pool records in both races. Woodbury won both the 100- and 200-yard freestyle. Back with more in a moment, you're listening to This Week in High School Sports. Everyone in sports is in search of the elusive perfect game. Making every shot, completing every pass, striking everyone out, getting each call right. That's right, game officials enjoy the competition and seek perfection just like the players do. If you still have that competitive streak and want to help kids by giving back, maybe becoming a high school official is for you. To register, log on to MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with the MHSAA's Sam Davis. Let's get everyone in football game shape with the following you make the call. One team has a chance to kick a 50-yard field goal just before halftime. As the kicker approaches the ball being held at the 40-yard line, 
His plant leg slips and the kick comes up well short and wide as it rolls out of bounds at the four yard line. Under high school rules, where will the team that forced the bad kick next snap the ball? Believe it or not, under high school rules, missed field goals that roll out of bounds before reaching the goal line are treated just like a punt. The new offense will put the ball in play first and 10 from the four yard line. Thanks, Sam. You can be a referee. Go to the MHSAA website now to register. As we mentioned earlier, Battle Creek St. Philippe won the Division IV volleyball title. In Division I, Bloomfield Hills Marion defeated Lowell. In Division II, it was Grand Rapids Christian, a straight sets winner over Lakewood. And in Division III, Monroe St. Mary Catholic Central defeated Schoolcraft. Congratulations to everyone who advanced to the finals in Battle Creek. In the pool, Ann Arbor Pioneer wins the Division I Lower Peninsula Girls Swimming and Diving Championship, their first since 2008. In Division II, Birmingham Seaholm wins for the third time in five years. Rochester Adams swam in second. And in Division III, Bloomfield Hills Cranbrook led by Justine Murdoch and Gwen Woodbury win one year after finishing second. For more, check out the MHSAA.com. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us. I'm John Ross, and we'll see you next week. Muskegon Mona Shores at halftime over Warren De La Salle. Largely thanks to Brady Rose here today, 57 yards on the ground. Elijah Johnson also has the same total on half of the carries, five yards. Both have touchdowns here today, which is why Mona Shores has this 13-0 lead. De La Salle has the football when we get back on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena, a Catholic university. Located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. The CHSL Game of the Week halftime show continues next. Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, anytime, anywhere on radio.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot, Detroit, at radio.com today. Hey everyone, Mac Horvath, Senior Mortgage Banker at Mitten Mortgage Lending and Varsity Basketball Coach at Divine Child. Here with our broker, Chris Sabonic. For this week's two-minute drill, we wanted to speak to all of our hardworking realtors out there. 
Real estate agents, when you refer your clients to a lender, you want to make sure you are sending them to someone you can trust. At Mitten Mortgage Lending, we're going to pre-approve your clients properly so both you and your clients can shop confidently for their new home. We pull credit as well as review income and asset documentation up front at application so we know you are shopping with a qualified buyer. No one will be wasting time only to find out weeks into the process that there are problems with an approval. With the insanely competitive housing market, communication is so vital in getting your client's offer accepted and closed. If you need an updated approval over the weekend or after hours, we're going to be there for you. You're going to have the personal cell phone of any banker it is that you're working with. We don't close at 5 like the big banks. We know your job doesn't end at 5 p.m., and neither does ours. As an agent, you've probably noticed before that time kills deals. We don't wait when it comes to home purchases. We are closing purchases in an average of three and a half weeks. Submitting an offer with less than 30 days on your contract will help your client's offer stand out and win you more deals and more referrals. Give us a call today to see how we can help you grow your business, close more deals, and assist your clients in finding their dream home. Stop working with lenders that make your life harder. You can call or text us at 734-922-2252. That's 734-922-2252. Or find us online at mittenloans.com. Well, that wraps up the two-minute drill with Mitten Mortgage Lending here today. Be sure to reach out to them for your home financing needs, whether it be a refinance, a new home purchase, or just to get pre-approved for your new loan. Let the team at Mitten Mortgage Lending be on your team. You can reach out to them today at 734-922-2252 or visit mittenloans.com apply to get started. You can also research or read reviews on Google and Facebook. Second half getting closer and closer here on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriots stick with us. Thirteen nothing in favor of Muskegon. Mona Shores here at halftime. We'll have Chad's keys to the second half. Brought to you by Mitten Mortgage Lending. When we get back, the second half quickly. Approaching here on the Patriot. Don't miss it. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Tune in for Wayne State University men's basketball Friday at 6 and Saturday at 3 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot, led by Darian Owens-White and Braylon Neely, the Warriors travel to Midland for a conference battle against the Northwood Timberwolves. Start your weekend with some hoops. Kevin Breckmacher has your play-by-play for Northwood versus Wayne State. Tip-off Friday at 6 and Saturday at 3 on WDTK, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. Or stream live at PatriotDetroit.com. You're listening to the CHSL Game of the Week. The second half starts next. Listen to WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot anytime, anywhere on Radio.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines, plus on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at Radio.com today. Now, let's send it back to the Mitten Mortgage Lending broadcast booth for the start of the second half. Well, if you have some holiday bills piling up or just looking to start the new year by treating yourself to something nice, Alliance Catholic Credit Union has 
new low-rate loans for every need. If you're not a member yet, it's easy to join. You can do so right before the second half to open your account and start your loan application online in minutes. In addition to great loan rates, Alliance Catholic is actively involved in the community and champions Catholic education through scholarships and financial literacy programs. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more and get started today. Alliance Catholic Credit Union is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League, federally insured by the NCUA. De La Salle won the toss in the first half. They deferred, and that means they will receive to start half number two, 12 minutes on the clock. 13-0 Mona Shores. I think waiting on TV to make sure they're good to go to start this second half. Brett Stanley is back deep at the 14-yard line. It's once again the talented kicker Keegan DeKuyper to kick it off right to left. De La Salle has to get something going, Jeremy, offensively in this game to start this second half. Offensively, no points yet against a team that can put them up in a hurry in Mona Shores. Return game critical here, partner. Stanley's had one good return so far here today. It's another squig pip. Going to take a bounce at the 20-yard wow. line and going to draw a flag mm. as it rolls out at the 15-yard line. Can't that, do that. That'll help. That's like a big return. That'll move it all the way out to what, the, the 40? Time for your keys to the second half. Brought to you by Mint Mortgage Lending. Mint Mortgage can help you lend the keys to your new house. Contact them today for a pre-approval. What do you think, CB? They're going to force a re-kick here, Jeremy. So, really? Okay. Uh, I believe you have the choice to get it at either the 35 or the 40 or force the team to re-kick. When you have Brett Stanley, hey, the 40's not good enough. We might get to the house with them. So Keegan DeKuyper huddling up at the 30-yard line. All in tight. Clap their hands. Break out. He's going to back up to the 25-yard line to prep himself for the second kickoff to start this second half. Drives another squib, takes a bounce at the 30. Low on the ground, Stanley picks it up like a ground ball. He can do that just as well. That's right. <laughs> the shortstop moves to the 30 up to the 36-yard line, and that is where De LaSalle will start the second half. So now your keys to the second. Keys to the second half get this De La Salle offense going by opening up the passing game. Start attacking Mona Shores. Again, this is a defense for Mona Shores that's given up points. They've given up points on the ground and through the air. So get the pass game established, Jeremy. That's my key offensively. Don't beat yourself. And we will see uh, perhaps a new quarterback to start here. No, that's Drogash coming out. No, J.C. Ford is out. Oh, it is. Okay. Yep, J.C. Ford 19 is going to be flanked. All right, I thought I saw him. To his left. So watch the double pass. By Seth Ray to block here. Leans in for the shotgun snap. He's going to take it out of the Wildcat. Far side, he has a hole to the 40. Stiff arm at the 45-yard line. Able to dance his way up to the 47, just one yard shy of a first down. Ford's a senior. We haven't seen him at quarterback yet in this game. He spark plugged the offense to their first offensive touchdown last week against Oak Park. A chance now maybe to spark this first drive. No huddle and quick to the line. Two wide receivers right. Takes it in the wildcap again. J.C. Ford along the blue lion here at Ford Field. And that draws a mini cheer for the 125 Pilot fans in attendance here today. Gains about five up to the 47. They're already to the line of scrimmage here moving left to right. Ford kicks aside his towel, which he lost. Takes it out of the wildcat. 
tumbles his way down to the 40-yard line. It's a pickup of eight on first down. How about J.C. Ford leading them deep already into Mona territory? A guy we usually see earlier in the game, but they're rolling right now with tempo with J.C. Ford, the senior who's been salivating on the sidelines, itching to get in offensively. Came in with 500 yards on the ground, has another Wildcat snap, moves left, gets a great block, moves in between now, and gets himself a first down plus six. A bigger roar from the pilots underneath their second string quarterback or number one, number two (laughs) if you want to call it that, is up to the 32-yard line of Mona Shores. It's your senior quarterback, and that's who you put it on in a game like this. Two wide receivers to his right. He's going to keep it on the ground, and Mona Shores figured it out after four straight (laughs) plays. Snapping him to the turf that time is Kyrie Hamill. He says, hush, hush, second and ten. Well, credit De La Salle for adjusting offensively. Now they have to readjust a bit because Mona Shores has stopped it. And let's see if they go to the air with Ford here. He can throw the ball. Much yep. comfortable down the stretch. He hurt his hand earlier. He's going to run here following the blocking that time of Ray. Curls inside the 30 up to the 29-yard line for a gain of four. And that brings up third and six. And we'll see if they keep him in on a passing down. Well, this is as close as De La Salle has been all day, and it's taken this four-led offense about five plays. So big third and seven, but we know it's four-down territory, so you're not looking to get necessarily seven, but get a nice chunk. Ford looks like he wants to throw it here. Two wide receivers right, one of the far side, bends down. No, going to keep it on the ground. Mm -mm. Hands it off left side, Seth Ray. Got a first down at the 20-yard line. Powers to the 15. What an icing run to keep this drive going. Red Rozier zigzagging to the far side just outside of a goal situation the first time they've been this deep into Mona territory. Yeah, this is the freshman. This is a freshman out there and Rozier making a big play on third and long. Everybody looking at Ford, but Rozier gets the football. Ray is back into block, but Rozier gets the second straight handoff. Won't go down inside the 10 to the 5, just outside the 4-yard line, just shy of a first down as well. It's going to be second and 1. How about it? Rozier and Ford combining to get this offense all the way down inside the 5. There's chicken left on the bone. you got to get it in the end zone. Two wide receivers right. J.C. Ford still out there. Two men to block to his right. Going to take the football. Powers his way onto the O for Lions. There is no better drive in a time where he hadn't seen any action in the first half. The Pilots split the lead in half. The lead Pilots, the senior, and it should be. And he comes out with a charge in the third. Dan Roan goes to the bullpen, and right now, He's got that save lined up, and it starts with J.C. Ford. Hmm. Well, if they win this game somehow, it's going to take a lot, and you're going to need to stop Brady Rose, but that one is going to seal into the history books if you're J.C. Ford. The long snap is in. The hold is down. The line drive kick is up and good off the foot of 96, Cody Cummins, and you see a relieved Dan Rowan on the far side. He won't smile quite yet, and we can't tell even if he does with the mask up. But it's 13-7 to De La Salle with 9-12 left to go in this third quarter. Another Siena Heights University score. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. More when we get back on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. 
Dennis Prager here on the next Dennis Prager Show, the inaugural address and event analyzed. Give you the reports from the mainstream media and the reports from Dennis Prager. What happened yesterday in Washington on the next Dennis Prager Show. Dennis Prager, weekdays at noon on The Patriot. Shores probably in shock after that. They knew they had to keep J.C. Ford in the back of their mind. I mean, he's got 504 rushing yards coming into this game off 83 carries, most of those from the Wildcat, three touchdowns. He's passed the ball 12 times. He was one for one in that category last week. But more importantly, he kick-started the offense last week, and he might have just done it again here today to start the second half with 9-12 left to go in a 13-7 Mona Shores lead here in the third. Yeah, that was a nine-play drive, 62 yards, took two minutes, 42 seconds, and it was all J.C. Ford and Rozier, the freshman. And J.C. Ford that time really leading the offense. You give the senior the keys, you pent him up all half offensively. Now, he played defensively. Sure did. And he played well. But he wanted to get out there offensively and try to lead this team. You feel really good about the senior J.C. Ford the Rochester Adams transfer, getting your team on the board, cutting that lead in half. Cummings in to kick this one away, left to right, hopping in midair. The short and stocky sophomore who wears number 96, not your average kicker number. But he's drilled a 50-yard field goal, drilled one to tie the game at De La Salle last week, and he's going to send this way short to the 30-yard line to keep it away from some of their weapons. Turning the edge is Kiwan Farnham, though. Wow. The safety breaks a tackle at the 40 and is up to the 44-yard line. Good scurrying run there, so you keep it away from Rose, but uh, 21 makes a play for them now. Yeah, it's Elijah, or excuse me, Kiwan Farnham, the third member of the Farnham family on this productive Sailor team, gets a big carry there. And I thought it, the coverage that time by De La Salle, staying in their lanes, keeping outside, contain. They funneled Farnham in, but he made a nice play. Great field position to start. Nine plays, 62 yards on the last touchdown for De La Salle to put them right back in this game. 13-7, Mona Shores. Here comes Brady Rose again, though. Twins aside, they sent a man in motion. That's Larry White to the right side. Sorry, that's uh, Pierce who gets the football. He has his jersey stretched from behind that time by Will Beasley. Mm -hmm. His teammates helping him. To clean that up after a gain of three to the Mona Shores 47. The bees are holding on for dear life against a guy who's just scrappy in rows, but a nice job by Beasley to hold on and cut him to just a two-and-a-half-yard gain. Beasley has 11 tackles. Conklin has nine. Man. Those two have been some kind of duo here today. Shotgun snap is taken, chest high. Rose wants to keep it, and he is met immediately by the pilots. Bottom of the pile that time looks like Andrew Desikaitis along with Jimmy Milkey, two guys they like on the defensive guy line and two guys that are very young as well. Is that uh, Mr. J getting in on the action? <laughs> Jassikaitis, the best name on the roster. Jassikaitis, serious case of Jassikaitis <laughs> down there on the field right now. The Pilots defense standing up. Big third down, Jeremy. No gain on the play. It's third and seven. Rose leans in. Hard count here. And it's going to look to the sideline for the audible call here. 
trips to his left, one to the far side. He's got Kiwan Farnham in the backfield here. Chucks it left, screen, it's complete to Elijah Farnham. He has midfield up to the 44-yard line. That's uber close to a first down. Looks right at the marker, but they signal first down right away, and that will get this one Shores. Offense chugging again inside De LaSalle territory. Just a swing pass to the left side near sideline Elijah, and Elijah Farnham did the rest. He's fast. He's speedy. He's a guy that can be your home run guy. That's time enough for the first down. Trips right again for Rose. They shift to the pistol here. Brady has arms extended. Motions pierce to the near side. They want to keep it into the hands of Elijah Johnson on the carry, and he has stood up at the line of scrimmage. Great low tackle that time by Mason Moragan, the sophomore defensive lineman. Call it again a one-up to the 45. Yeah, he made a nice play. Conklin came up late. Beautiful stop. The read there... Brady Rose doesn't make the wrong read often. That time he did. He should have kept that football. But De La Salle is confusing him up front and being very disciplined. Twins aside for the men in bright blue and white here today. Rose fakes the throw on a screen right. Going to keep it to Johnson on the ground. Johnson spin cycle move across the 35 after gaining a first down. He gains the 33. Couple nice runs near the end of the half for Elijah Johnson and a couple big ones to start this second half in this offensive possession for Mona. This is a guy that they say will be talked about for years to come in their program. Elijah, excuse me, uh, just a, a, a real electric player in Elijah Farnham, a young guy. That time doing it with Johnson. Two, three guys that carry the ball that can all go the distance. Two Elijahs, first down and 10 from the 32-yard line just to the left of the near hash. Delayed handoff. Get it to Johnson again here, and Beasley cleans that up easily for tackle number 12 here today. Also low and driving is Jaden Conklin. Those two have been buddies in the tackling here today. Half tackle here, half yeah. tackle there. It's second and 10 yeah. to the 33. 80% of their game is run, and they learn from Army, Navy, Oregon, all teams that they've taken pieces from offensively have the Sailors from Mona Shores and head coach Matt Kozak. Hard count again. It looks like J.C. Ford and Stanley wanted to blitz on the edge here. Ford back in pass protection. This is tipped and picked off at the 20-yard line. The Pilots to the 30, slipping another tackle to the De La Salle 40-yard line. Big-time play there by Deontay Dandridge. And, boy, if things were looking at the pendulum of momentum, it's got to be on the De La Salle sideline now. Oh, you're not kidding. They look to go left on a slant and rose through a bullet. And the play was made first by who else? Conklin. He made the tip pass at the outside linebacker spot, got in his flat, made the tip that made it possible for Dandridge to bobble it, keep his concentration, and get the pickoff against Brady Rose. Not many teams have done that this year. Just the fifth time he's been picked, Jeremy, I believe. And De La Salle gets it right back, and you're right, buddy. All the momentum in the world for the Catholic League's pilots. 13-7, Mona Shores, 5.41 left to play here in the third quarter. Keeping J.C. Ford in there, why wouldn't you? That's right. They look Rozier along the left side, and the freshman gains three yards up to the 42. Rhett Rozier came in, four carries, is that right? Four here. Seven yards. Nine receptions for 53 yards. He's something. He's a freshman. They know they, we know they like him. 
and and 87 kids dressing today for De La Salle. He was one of those kids you thought, oh, he's getting a charity dress. No, the freshman's playing big minutes. Two wideouts right, one left, delayed handoff to Stanley. Stanley beats the across midfield up to the Mona Shores 45-yard line. It's something we haven't talked much mm-hmm. about Brett Stanley on the ground. That's his first yard. That's his first yards on the ground here today after 160 last week. Well, Stanley's Superman, three sports star, wrestling, baseball, football, but you got to give him a break. He's playing a lot of important reps on defense. Rozier in that drive last uh, touchdown scoring drive was big to give him some blow. J.C. Ford fumbles the football at the 48-yard line as he tried to run left before he caught it. And tackling him there is D.J. Cavanis, the nose guard. Oh. It'll be second and 14. Yeah, those are negative plays that the snap forced. And Ford had to go down and get it and pounce on it like a cat on some catnip. But this is something that second and 15 now. This is where if you want to put it in the air, maybe something secure, a swing pass, a flat pass to the running back. Look for a short pass here that's not high risk. McCollum is slot right. Yanichik is wide right. Rozier is slot left. The fake to Stanley. Getting the keeper is J.C. Ford. He's going to gain back some of that lost yardage, but still be a yard shy of the original line of scrimmage. Up to the 46-yard line at second and 11 with 4.08 to go. Or third and 11, I beg your pardon. Yep, third and 11. And... I want to say it's four down territory, but if the Pilots don't gain a yard, they're going to probably punt the football. But a big play nonetheless on third and 11. Ford, the running quarterback, forced into a passing situation, you would think. Ford in the gun, arms extended, has Stanley to his left, fakes the handoff to Stanley, has time to throw a dart down the middle, incomplete, looking for McCollum on the little curling play to the 31-yard line. There was some contact there. Some pilot arms raised in midair, but no flags fly. It's fourth and 11 on the plus side of Mona Shores territory. Yeah, they just try to run a little out route with Alton McCollum, and that ball was just too tall. And now it's fourth down, and it is punting time. This is the right play. You want to trust your defense and get a stop and send Mona Shores back. Brady Rose is back deep, the All-State punter. Bucci is in to punt this away on his own 41-yard line. Receives the long snap, spiraling ball, going to take a bounce at the 12-yard line. De LaSalle back at the one. They can't yes. keep it out, or did they? Now the football ended up in the end zone, though, They're going to talk. You're right, but they're going to talk. I, they're going to say they have possession down to the one. The officials will talk and concur, but initial call is it's down at the one. The rules are different at every level. So I apologize for not having the, and indeed, you're right. They are going to call this a touchback, Jeremy. Mm, that hurts for De La Salle. They had a couple gunners down the field trying to keep it out of the end zone, but uh, can't quite. 327 left to play here in the third quarter. 13-7 to is the Mona Shores lead. More when we get back. Never been more important between the lines in athletics and outside those lines in our communities. To listen, to respect, to understand, to practice common decency, to have competition without contentiousness. Sportsmanlike qualities are essential components of life itself. Let's all work together to not only be good sports, 
but good people. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.siennaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. Welcome back to Detroit, Michigan, Ford Field. Chad Bush, Jeremy Otto with you. 13-7, Muskegon Mona Shores over De La Salle. If you have some holiday bills piling up or you're just looking to start the new year by treating yourself to something nice, Alliance Catholic Credit Union has low-rate loans for every need. If you're not a member yet, it's easy to join. You can open your account and start your loan application online in minutes. In addition to great loan rates, Alliance Catholic is actively involved in the community and champions Catholic education through scholarships and financial literacy programs. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more to get started today. Brady Rose in the gun, going to take it and run it up the gut and gain two, maybe three yards up to the 22-yard line as Mona Shores takes this back. Waiting moments of the third quarter, just 3.15 to go. It's 13-7. to seven. Nice Blue job. Team. I'm sorry, partner. That was Mr. J again. I got excited. Who made the initial stop, <laughs> initial hit, and then also cleaning it up. We see from the linebacker spot, number 32, Mr. Milky. Twins aside here for Mona Shores, and a great wrap-up tackle as they look to keep it on the ground with Johnson and saying absolutely not is Mason Moragan, who drags him to the turf. For a couple yard loss back behind the original line of scrimmage to the 19. It's third and 11. Moragan with a drag like a ragdoll. I mean, that was just beating his right tackle and coming right at him. And he took the proper angle on that read option, gets him in the backfield, third and long. Pistol formation here. Johnson right hip now as they shift to the shotgun. Two wide receivers aside. Coming with some pressure. The pilots once again. Rose gets out of it at first, but he's going to be bottled up as he crosses the original line of scrimmage at the 20 mm-hmm. and finally flattened at the 22-yard line. That was John Hunt along with Dylan Weaver to the near sideline. Two minutes to go. They'll have to punt it away in a fourth and nine, pin back towards their own end zone at the 20. Great job by the pilot defense, Jeremy. And now you force Brady Rose to punt, or so you think. Be careful. He's the punter, too. Stanley back to receive this one. It's going to loft over his head, take a flattening bounce at the 45, and Brett Stanley just going to turn around and trot to the far sideline. Shouldn't go too far because I'm sure he's going to come back out in offense. It'll be interesting to see, is it J.C. Ford or is it Brady Drogosh coming out? J.C. Ford has already led them to their first touchdown here in the third quarter. Nine carries off 36 yards. He scored it. Yeah, short if, range. I'm sorry. If you're Ford right now, you're trying to sell your head coach. Hey, look, I'm coming. I'm going. I'm going on the field. I'm, I'm, I'm going in a quarterback, and, and it looks like they're going to bring him back out. Yes. They are, oh, gosh, yes. coming off. And I think I think head coach Dan Rowan sort of wanted Mona Shores to think about it and realize it late, too. He brought them both on the field, then took off Drogosh. 
two targets left, one to the near side, Janicic, who they've not thrown to today. The talented wideout is right in front of us here on the near sideline. Man in motion, Ford going to keep it. They wanted to send some extra blockers to the near side. Ford tippy-toeing across the near sideline, close to a first down inside Monashore's territory at the 47-yard line, marked a yard shy. It'll be second and one. J.C. Ford, your leading rusher, and he's only been in there for less than a quarter. And, yeah, keep feeding him the pill. He's the senior. He's the hot hand. Roll with him. Forward in the gun, has it now alone, drives low with the pads and the helmets there, has the first down, has seven plus up to the 38-yard line. He says, hey, I'm going to get everything I can to my last couple drives as a high school football player. He gave Drew Sandberg a Ford sandwich, and he just ran through him at six foot 217. J.C. Ford packs a punch. And they're inside the 40. 45 yards gained by him. It's Rozier who hands it left side. Rozier is a big freshman trying to stiff arm a man as he continually bounces right in front of his own sideline. It's Gary Humphrey who stayed low and made sure that stiff arm didn't work. His uh, shoulder pad dislodged. His teammates will help him out, but nonetheless, it's no gain. Rozier's young. What is he, 14, 15? A mature running back, and he'll learn this. Rozier will cut back. There were some cutback lanes there, but... He's been outstanding in this game. Second and long, though. Ford up against it. Maybe a pass situation here, you might think. Communicates with his center in the line. A little extra here. Tevin Mixon, the center for G. LaSalle. Snaps it to Ford. Direct handoff to Rozier. Low Mm. hit that time as he had contact at the 35-yard line. Barreled it forward for two or three more yards up to the 32. He is still five yards shy of the first down. It's third and five. Third and five. De La Salle likes third and five. And this uh, run by Rozier, a bruising run by the freshman. Ford has it, and Ford is stopped right at the line of scrimmage. Big time play by the men in blue down there. Low for that tackle was Bankard along with Roberson. Merrihue also in the area, and that will be the end of the third quarter. So an interesting end. It's a fourth down and five for De La Salle on the 33 of Mona Shores, down 13 to seven. We'll set up the fourth when we get back. Should be a great finish to this Division II state championship game. De La Salle looking for another state title. It will be their fourth overall and only since 2014. We'll see if they can do it when we get back here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Concerned about unpredictable rising college tuition costs? Siena Heights University is taking a bold step to remain affordable. The Siena Tuition Advantage Plan means more price certainty, including potentially one tuition price during your time at Siena. A Catholic university located in Adrian, Michigan, Siena Heights also offers scholarships in academics, athletics, and the arts. Find out what the Siena Tuition Advantage is all about today by visiting siennaheights.edu. That's the Siena Effect. Hugh Hewitt sees more government at work. 31 million doses distributed. Only 10,595,000 people have received one or more doses. It is because government insisted on overcomplicated a simple process. In Orange County, they had a 40-person committee. At least two-thirds of them had nothing to do with health care. It's not hard at all. 
except it had to be overcomplicated by politics. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 6 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Now, let's return to the Mitten Mortgage Broadcast Booth for more CHSL football action. Seven is the Mona Shores lead as we venture to the fourth quarter. Jeremy Otto back alongside Chad Bush in our Mitten Mortgage Lending broadcast booth. No other Alliance Catholic Credit Union scores to get to in progress here today, but this is the second game of the day, so we at least have one more final score to report. It was a 22 to nothing final here today as Centerville beat Ubley. So Good way to start things out in Division 8. We thought that, hey, maybe we'd have a Catholic League team here today from Division 8. There should have been. We Everest been. Collegiate. Yeah. We feel bad feel for awful about that. the Mountaineers testing positive for COVID-19 before their game last week. And mm. just like that, their season was over. And remarkably, because we thought about it, you know, oh, just the way this is going at the start of the year, you know, we're getting week one, week two in, and, is there really going to be a, a, a team decided in the state championship because of COVID? It ended that way, but thankfully, at least, fingers crossed, between today and tomorrow, I doubt anything is impacted today, but you never know tomorrow if somebody yeah. wakes up uh, sick. But we have been able to play everything out besides that one game last week, and there was a few drops after the first week, after the 55-day pause, just because of logistics. Right. But that's pretty big. Fourth down and five. De La Salle has it on the Mona Shores 32-yard line. Down 13-7 to as we start the fourth quarter. J.C. Ford has been the quarterback this whole third quarter. Takes it and is stopped. The football came loose, but that's after the play mm. is over. He is stopped short of the line to gain at the 31-yard line, and that is going to be a turnover on downs, and that hurts that for De La Salle. Line, I'm sorry, Jeremy, that 30-yard line has just been a glass ceiling for De La Salle's offense. They've gotten inside of it once. Ford calls his own number here. And uh, stopped short by a couple yards. And, and Mona Shores certainly valuing that run. They felt it coming. And that time up a couple yards shy. Credit Mona Shores in that defense. They get it back at their own 30. First down and 10 from there. Up 13-7. to 11.53 still up to go here in the fourth quarter. Going to fake the pass. Keep it on the ground. It's Elijah Johnson who gets the run. He moves left and is two yards shy of the first down. Johnson has done a good job of staying with things here today. He's got 10 carries for nearly 70 yards and a score. Brady Rose, 14 carries for 60 yards. It's been a multifaceted offense as it always is. Yeah, they've kind of shut Rose down a bit. I mean, he is a guy that averages over 100 yards a game on the ground. Second down and three from their own 42. This is coming back, although they do gain the first down along the right side. Ripped down tackle by Tyler Gerling in the end. The flag is back, resting on the 37-yard line, right around where the line of scrimmage was. I think we have a hold or an illegal motion, but this thing is definitely coming back, a quick flag on it. In this one-score game, Chop block. Second time we've seen that, Jeremy. Nate Gross delivering that call. The referee here today is out there with John Leva, Mark Strioa, Chris Westover, Jason Smith, 
Doug Higgelmeyer and Brian Bower. Yeah, they have to earn their way to get here too. Sure do. Second down and 19, the football back to the Mona Shores 22-yard line as the team from Muskegon moves left to right here in the fourth quarter, up 13 to 7. De La Salle's defense needs to seize this moment right now. They've got Mona Shores backed up, Jeremy, but last time in a second and 24, they were able to get a first down. So a big play here. They need to limit the second down yardage. Brady Rose takes the shotgun snap, going to run it left side. Has a hold to the 40-yard line and a first down to midfield. Inside pile of territory. Wrestles down another potential tackler and another at the 20 wow. to the 15-yard line. That's a senior run. That's a Mr. Football run as he powers deep into De La Salle territory. Wow. You see right there. What Brady Rose is all about. You thought he was stopped. He had open space, and then right about the 40-yard line, he breaks an arm tackle by Gerling. Then he keeps going, breaks another tackle by Dandridge before breaking his third tackle to get inside the 15-yard line. Brady Rose, all five, seven of them getting down. I thought he stepped out of bounds, though, Jeremy, back around the 25 on the replay. You could see that, but... Nonetheless, the kid worked that hard to get down there. My goodness. And just like that, he's at 125 yards rushing. What would you say? He was at 60. He doubled his total in that run. Even I can add that. <laughs> Unbelievable. He is. Mona Shore is going to burn a timeout here. They want to talk things over with 10-19 to go in the yeah. fourth quarter. It's 13-7 to in favor of them. Yeah, and more importantly, I think they wanted to get Brady Rose a breather after that run. Catch your breath, young man. We got we got a ball game left here, but, man, it's been a dandy of a game. But those big plays, we just talked about it on second down and long. Set You just got so they convert a second and 19 and a second and 24, not just into first downs, but huge plays to get them inside the red zone. Rushing yards, 249 to 113 in favor of Mona Shores. Total offense, 260 to 149. Penalties, 4 to 2 in favor of Mona Shores for 39 yards here today. Pilots, which is 2 for 10 yards. Each team has committed a turnover so far here today. JC4, the bigger story so far here in the second half, taking over for Brady Drogash at quarterback. They've split time. I mean, it was... Nearly right down the middle when the first couple weeks commenced. Yep. And then they realized, eh, maybe we can't do this with teams expecting it. But you guys called week one. You and Sean Belizean versus Brother Rice down at Wayne State. And Dan Rohn didn't tip his hat to J.C. Ford and what he could no, bring out. he didn't in our pregame talks that week. But J.C. Ford came out in that first drive and led a long scoring drive against Brother Rice. And from there on out, you knew that De La Salle had something in the quarterback position you didn't know about the year before. And he also didn't know really much about Brady Drogosh, who has done quite a bit and, and you know this year to get De La Salle where they are. They wouldn't be here without him either. But right now you got to ride the senior in the hot hand. Now, Dan Rohn has a decision, though. Is it okay to come back and, and start you know Brady Drogosh out and, and start alternating? Would that help the passing game a little bit? Sure, but does it miss on some of the cohesiveness that you've bonded with Ford at quarterback over the last half so he's got some decision making to do I'm glad he's doing it and I'm not at times their defensive line has been good at times Brady Rose has blown by him but they could use a couple big plays here yeah the biggest decision right now is that you need your defense to come up with a stop 
First down and 10 of the pilot, 13-yard line for Mona Shore is here. Two wide receivers right, one to the far side. Brady Rose again is stood up at the line of scrimmage. He kept going to try to spin right, but his momentum was carrying him downwards. Will Beasley making yet another tackle. He's got 14 in this game to just move ahead of Jaden Conklin. Mm. Both guys have just been standouts defensively. Forcing second and long repeatedly, but Mona Shores has answered on second down. Let's see what De La Salle can do here. See if the Pilots' defense can't even come up with a turnover here. Both of these two teams going no huddle throughout today's game. Johnson flanks Rose right hip, has the shotgun snap, fakes a screen pass right. Johnson on the run, though. Off the give, left side, and Johnson is able to barrel to the 10-yard line. Good play, though, by J.C. Ford to push him out of bounds at second and seven about jc4 we talk about brett stanley doing it both ways jc ford as well that was a perfect tackle you get the opposite thigh you put your head on that opposite thigh and you make sure you make a form tackle to force this third and mid and listening to the catholic high school league football game of the week on wdtk detroit jeremy out alongside chad bush to bring you the call here today Two left, one near side receiver-wise. It's a option pitch to the backfield. Pierce has it, tries to turn oh. the corner. Spin move with the five-yard line into the right side of the end zone. Boy, Tyler Gerling is still laying on the field, arms extended, knees down, frustrated. He couldn't make that tackle. Mona Shores with a huge one with 9.25 to go. They lead it 19-7 in the fourth. How about this run? Keandre Pierce on a jet sweep reverse. Had one-on-one with Gerling at the seven-yard line. Did a little spin move. Broke the tackle. Nice job to go. Change momentum, shift, get in the end zone. And you're up two scores. Now, they're going for two. Mona Shores will go for two here. They are five of five on the year on two-point attempts. Rose. Quick to the line, now peeks over his right shoulder. Everybody does. Twins on either side, in tight to their linemen here. And Koziak wants to talk it over to make sure they know exactly what they're doing here. They've got only one timeout left. We'll see if that reigns to be a big factor when we get back. 9.25 left, 19-7. The Mona Shores lead here on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Siena Heights University and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Tune in for Wave State University men's basketball Friday at 6 and Saturday at 3 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot, led by Darian Owens-White and Braylon Neely, the Warriors travel to Midland for a conference battle against the Northwood Timberwolves. Start your weekend with some hoops. Kevin Breckmacher has your play-by-play for Northwood versus Wayne State. Tip-off Friday at 6 and Saturday at 3 on WDTK, FM 101.5 and AM 1400. Or stream live at PatriotDetroit.com. Player of the Year and his reigning Division II champions have just put on another score here in the fourth quarter. Brought to you by Sien Heights University. Find out more at go.sienheights.edu. It's 19-7 in favor of Mona Shores. 9.25 left to go in the fourth quarter. It took a timeout before going for two, trying to complete what's already been a perfect 
tries this year. Five of five. Rose fakes the pitch, rolls right, running out of room, barely gets that in play. It's tipped Mm -hmm. and incomplete. He was looking on the right side of the end zone for Elijah Johnson. There was a lot of things to watch. Number one, two or three pilots were barreling in on him. Jaden Conklin was chasing him and looking to bat that football down. Rolls rolling and rolling, nearly rolled all his way to the near side on the white paint, able to stay in bounds, flip it to the right to Elijah Johnson, who was not, you know, completely set or open by the time things were happening there. But in the end, it's a 19-7 lead for Mona Shores with 9.25 left. De La Salle with a full allotment of timeouts. Mona Shores with one. We'll see if that reigns to be a factor as this game goes on. But we know one thing, De La Salle absolutely Needs a touchdown on this drive right here and fairly quickly, you'd think. Yeah, even though the Sailors missed the two-point conversion to get it to a clean uh, two-touchdown lead, it's still two scores. And so De La Salle has to work effectively, efficiently. They may have just two cracks at the football left. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you you have to get a score here. And it's not just a field goal. You need a touchdown uh, if you're De La Salle on this drive. There's time left, though. There is time left. Dick Kuyper barrels forward on the kickoff here as it moves left to right for Mona Shores. Picked up at the 10-yard line by Stanley. He's had to do a lot of roaming right to left on these kickoffs as they look to keep it away from him. Fielded at the 10, up to the 20, and down at the 28-yard line is Brett Stanley. And that's one interesting thing in this game for a guy that was their man offensively last game. He said, hey, I want the football every play if it's up to me when talking to Dan Roan. Today, not much offensively from Stanley. He's made some nice plays defensively and had some decent returns, but they haven't featured him a lot. No, they haven't. What do they have for Stanley rushing? They don't even have him listed. That means he is not their top five rusher. Yep. And this is one of the top rushers uh, in the Catholic League. So we'll see if Stanley can't get loose. Credit Mona Shores for taking him out of this game. He flanks J.C. Ford to the right side. Low snap, shoot tops, handled fine by Ford. He's going to hand it off to Stanley. Finds nothing near side. Now tries to reverse and circle move at the 25-yard line and finally brought down there. It's a loss of three in the end. Call it second and 13. Mona Shore's head coach, Coach Matt Kozak, who won a state title last year, said, we really like Stanley. He is like their Brady Rose. Yep. And so they had eyes on him, and they have had eyes on him. And Dan Roan's former coordinator, uh, defensive coordinator, back at his former high school, West Catholic, is the defensive coordinator, by the way, for Muskegon Mona Shores. Coach Dave Check, they are very good friends. They know each other, and they know that Stanley's the man, and he's been taken out of the game today. Two wide receivers right, fake the handoff. Ford going to throw for the first time today. Has a man. It's Stanley. Vacuums it up at the 40-yard line, brings it in tight to his chest. Has a first down, plus about 10 more, just shy of midfield. That's a nice throw by Stan, or by uh, Ford as he gets it to Stanley up the left side. It was a beautiful throw right up the seam. And Stanley says, what are you talking about me not doing anything on offense? He gets it done in the air that time. Solid throw by J.C. Ford to put it on the money. He's two for two in throwing the last couple games. This is the most time he has seen in the playoffs at quarterback. Look at this. Right side, he's got a hole at the 40, to the 30, to the 10, and it's a house call. J.C. Ford storming into the left side of the end zone, meeting his leaping teammates here. 
And just like that, the Pilots are right back in it. J.C. Ford takes it half a hundred yards. Wow. How about this? Calls his number and had one guy to beat. Credit the offensive line. And how about the block by number 79, Caden Featherstone here, who also makes a key block. J.C. Ford, though, did the rest on his own. Just a bullet up the gut. And we got ourselves a ball game, buddy burning speed along the left side by J.C. Ford using whatever he has left in this state championship run and Cody Cummins extra point is blocked and that's okay 19-13 the score will remain 7-58 left to play here in the fourth quarter J.C. Ford 14 carries 107 yards Two touchdowns on the ground here today for De La Salle. Unbelievable. What a performance. And, you know, I'm sure they prepared for J.C. Ford to run the football. I don't think that was unprepared, Jeremy. But the fact that Ford called his own number up the gut, made the right read. He knew how many defenders were in the box, took it himself, and just like that, De La Salle, who's been like this all season long, they might be down in some games, but eventually they're going to stick around. Now they've got a big, big defensive set here they need to limit Mona Shores not just I mean they need a three and out here to really have some time to work with you don't want just one possession to play around with give yourself a chance to get a couple possessions at least but I tell you momentum partner has shifted right back I'm impressed by this response by De La Salle and by Dan Roan to give JC Ford the option and the opportunity to come out and start that uh, drive at quarterback. 1913 Mona Shores. Thanks to another Siena Heights University touchdown. Find out more at go.sienaheights.edu. Time to take a peek at our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard report. Only one game in the book so far here today. The 10 o'clock start, Division 8 in the MHSAA. Centerville coming up with a 22-0 win over Ubley earlier here today. So nice effort by them. They had a lead early on, capped it. Centerville rushing behind Sam Todd, 19 carries for 71 yards and a touchdown. Also throwing for six of seven and 130 yards and two touchdowns. So good job by Centerville to pick up the Division Eight title. Montague will take on Clinton next. That's an 11-0 Montague team to take on a 10-1 Clinton team. Cadillac for his Detroit Country Day. Second year in a row that uh, Country Day is in another final. They've been here so many times in the recent memory, haven't they? Yeah, and haven't won since McLean's first time in 99. So good luck to Country Day. and They're kind of an honorable member of the Catholic League, right? I mean, Feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah, Catholic League and, and damn McLean. He's got his son as a receiver. That's a cool story. We do uh, hope that Country Day Gets one done. They've had some good players over the last 10 years. Yeah, they got a couple division winners on that team. It looked like last year they would capture it for the first time, but just couldn't get it done in the state championship game. And here's the kickoff. It's bobbled. There were three blue jerseys for Mona Shores. Huddled around that, and they nearly gave it back. Brady Rose does fall on it calmly for Mona as they'll take it on the De La Salle for their own 26-yard line here. This has turned into the J.C. Ford versus Brady Rose showdown. You know who blocked that uh, extra point? I'm going to take a guess and say Brady Rose. He sure did. They're wow. showing a replay. And I said it didn't matter. I didn't mean to poo-poo that. But it's still a six-point game. 
seven points get you the win if you're De La Salle, if you get a stop and a score. 19-13, Mona Shores, 7.55 left. De La Salle with their full allotment of timeouts left at three. Mona moving left to right, tight formation here, twins aside as they'll send a man in motion. That's Elijah Farnham to the near side. They give it instead to Keandre Pierce. He was moving right, Farnham left, Pierce able to gain two yards up to the 27 or so. And you know the guy that's not going to get a lot of credit for that is J.C. Ford, but he's the outside linebacker that turns that play in and allows for Beasley to make that play. Solid job defensively. The pilots are feeling it. They're feeling it. Brady Rose, a guy who was not even the starting quarterback last year until the semifinal. He did start the first two games. Caden Browersma was their starter. Plays at Ferris State now. But mm-hmm. This is a guy who knows how to pick it up in the clutch as Pierce gets the backfield toss there. He's going to move a couple yards forward to the 30-yard line for a third and six. Last year in the semifinal, after Browersma went down for the second time that season, came in in the second quarter, rushed for 207 yards and five touchdowns, passed for 105 yards. And then in the state championship game against Martin Luther King, 8-12 passing. Touchdown. 21 mm. rushes, 90 yards, three touchdowns for Brady Rose. Huge third down here, partner. Third and six. Has a handoff. Right side. Wow. Stood up behind the line. Coming out of a cannon and smacking him to the turf is Jaden Conklin for no gain. It's fourth and six. They'll have to punt it away. Oh, the Conklin cannon. Couple middle backers, Conklin and Beasley playing great games today somebody forgot to block Conklin punting situation back deep De La Salle Brett Stanley to receive this kick from Brady Rose one star player to the other Stanley fumbles at the 20 yard line picks it up rotates left has some space moves right bounces off a man still on his feet at the 30 yard line Mm. he just rolled off the back (laughs) of Landon Thalman who lays there and says what just hit me at the 25-yard line. De La Salle will start it on the 32. Plenty of time. Three timeouts left. Down 19-13 here in the fourth quarter. I can't say enough about how big of a play that just was, Jeremy. Stanley over the shoulder of the baseball player going to make the catch. Couldn't make it. Scrambled back patiently. Scooped it up. So many guys will run back, pounce on it, and that thing squirts away. Very composed play by the senior. Not surprised, but... Uh, underrated play there. And he comes back in, by the way, and gets 15 yards on the return. Brady Drogosh has not seen a snap at quarterback here in the second half. It's been all J.C. Ford. He's thrown it once for 23 yards, but more importantly, 14 carries, 107 yards, and two touchdowns. He takes the shotgun snap here. Brett Stanley slithers on the inside for a gain of three, just barely sneaks his way to the 35-yard line at second and seven. And don't think that De La Salle would not just love to suck this clock's life right out of it and play ball control offense with Ford and Stanley and Rozier and just run this football down Mona Shore's throat. We'll see if they can do it. Two wide receivers left, one to the far side. Man in motion is Ray as he moves the right side. That's Rozier, I beg your pardon. Rozier has it across the 40-yard line. 
Very close to a first down, but shy at around the 39. I call it nearly two full for a third and two. Yeah, and maybe three full. I apologize. I spotted you wrong on that. I <laughs> thought he was stayed in bounds on the far sideline. Hard to see. Third and short, though, and this is not four-down territory. You need to get three yards here. Janicic wide right in front of his own bench. They have yet to target him here today. Ford is going to run it. Moves right side. Men in the backfield and taken down. Mm. Brady Rose meets him along with Landon Thoman. A big-time stop. It's fourth and nearly three inside your own 40-yard line here. Oh, call the game. Dan Roan here now. He does have... Uh, you try to get somebody to jump here. You try to get a hard count and get the five free yards. If you don't, boy, I don't know. This is a tough call, and that's why Dan Roan got brought here. Dan Roan communicating They're going. with his team on the far side in that vest and khakis. Fourth down and three. J.C. Ford in the gun. Hard count. Now looks to the right sideline, and Dan Roan yeah, says timeout to the official on the far side, and that. We'll stop the clock at 5.06. 19-13 in favor of Mona Shores here. 5.06 left to go. Two timeouts remaining. For T. LaSalle, we'll have the finish when we get back on the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending and Siena Heights University. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and the station. The broadcast of today's game is a copyrighted presentation of the Michigan High School Athletic Association and WDTK the Patriot. No reproduction, retransmission, or other distri- dis- dis- distribution or accounts of this game may take place without the express written consent of the MHSA and WDTK the Patriot. D. LaSalle lining up to go for it. It's a fourth down and three with 5.06 to go in a one-score game. Down six. Ford has the snap. Looks to throw. Second time today. Feeds it over the right side. It's incomplete. Looking for the outstretched arms of Brett Stanley. And he had, boy, a couple steps on most defenders on that right side. He makes that catch at the 30-yard line on his feet. He's probably in to the right side of the end zone. Dan Roan with a disappointed look on his face as he looks to the turf here at Ford Field with his play call in his right hand here. Get a second look at the video board at Ford Field. Had him over the top. Just couldn't hit him. Brady Rose in coverage a couple steps away from the intended target for De LaSalle. And now Mona Shores with a short field. Rose explodes left side. First down across the 30-yard line and up nearly to the 27. That's two things you don't want to see right in a row for De LaSalle with only 4.56 left in the fourth. Jeremy, to go back to that fourth down play, I give Dan Rohn credit for it. They had the right play. Ford just floated a little bit too high, and now your defense has a lot of responsibility to get a stop. Think about that extra point, though. A field goal, if you're Mona Shores, gets you to 22 points. 
and that's a two-score lead. Two wide receivers right, one to the left. They want to get another touchdown if they can here. First down and 10 from the De La Salle 28-yard line is where they spotted it. Far hash in between the numbers here. Rose takes the football up the middle, gains two, and churns clock as it's now down to 448. There's only one timeout left. Or check that, two for De La Salle, one for Mona Shores with Mona up 19-13 in the fourth. Mona Shores, the defending Division II state champions, beat Martin Luther King last year in the game. And so that's close to home. We know how good Martin Luther King is. They beat him again this year in the regular season. One deep man on defense for the pilots of the 15-yard line. That's Tyler Gerling has made a couple plays here today. They scrimmage from the 26-yard line on the far hash. Rose barking out signals. Two wide receivers right. He keeps it on the ground. So there's left. Cuts up the middle, just no space as he gains a couple yards. He reaches the 23-yard line before being tackled by a couple pilots there. It's 53, Jessicaitis, Jessicaitis, (laughs) the bottom of the pile, the junior defensive lineman. It's now third and five. Here we go. I believe this is four-down territory. They do have a kicker, but this is the gray area. De La Salle wants to live to see that decision, though. Two targets left, two targets right. Slot right is Elijah Farnham. He's been good in spots here today. Shotgun snap taken, handoff Johnson. Beasley in the backfield, wrapped up at the original line of scrimmage, and De La Salle is going to burn a timeout, I believe, as well. It's fourth and nearly ten. And Will Beasley comes over and shakes his head and says, they can't get me. Just comes in untouched, beats his blocker on the outside, blew by the slot receiver, and manhandles and throws Johnson to the turf. That's a game-winning play, Jeremy. And now it's fourth down, and you got to think about what they would do. They're at the 26. You're looking at about a 43-yard field goal if you want to kick it. The other side is, hey, you feel good about your defense and what they've done? You have confidence in them, right? Do you go for it? I think they do go for it here. But a field goal does put you at a two-score game instead of. So I said, oh, no big deal, that extra point that was blocked. Well, I lied to you, and I didn't mean to. It does matter, and it will come back potentially. But we'll see here what Matt Kozak does. His ball club that has gone undefeated all season long, knocked off Muskegon for the first time in forever. Looks like they're going for it, buddy. Brady Rose and the offense is out there. They send trips to the right and one to the left. A low amount of attendance, both making some noise on either sideline here today. Fourth and eight as they spotted it on the 26. Rose, shotgun snap, fades it over the middle, has a man in the end zone. Incomplete flag down, hand on the back. It looks like Stanley's going to get a P.I. call here on defense. Sure is. At the end zone, Stanley had that right hand kind of checking the defender. We'll get the replay, but that ball was thrown up like a lollipop, and Stanley went up to get it, but before he went up, it looked like a bit of a hold. We have yet to see the replay or get the official call, but this one would be absolutely a dagger to De La Salle, which is one timeout left, Jeremy. Elijah Farnham was the intended wide receiver in the middle of the end zone that time by the time it ended, and his jersey was tugged. Matt 
Gross says pass interference against De La Salle. That's going to move the football up 15 yards. It's not a spot foul in high school, but it's going to be pretty close in the end. They're going to mark it all the way up to the 13-yard line in a first and 10. So they convert their fourth down, and that's been a big storyline in this game as well, converting those fourth down plays. Mona Shores has done it. De La Salle has not. Still a one-score game. You need your defense now for De La Salle. 19-13, Mona Shores, 3-18 to go here in the fourth quarter. Brady Rose trying to ice this game for his second state championship as a sailor. Close to another first down inside the 10 to the 7-yard line. They need around the 4 for a first as called second and 5. Clock continues to run. Dan Roan is going to hold on to that timeout for now with just under 3 minutes to go in a running clock. Mona Shore is going to use as long as they can here. Play clock at 17, the game clock at 247. Rose, like a statue, waiting for this play clock to wind down a bit further. Trips left, one of the immediate wide right is Gary Humphrey. Rose has the snap, moves right, has what's close to a first down inside the five to the four. That Mm. spot looks just shy. It's going to be third and inches. This is the game. Really, this is the game because if Mona Shores gets a first down, the game's over. There's one timeout left. So for all intents and purposes, this is the game for De La Salle. On a third and short, you have to get a stop here. Defensive front four look a bit tired. Hands on their hips here for De La Salle. It's a young group. Mm-hmm. With the exception of Dylan Weaver, the senior, the play clock is down to eight. The game clock a buck fifty-seven. With Mona Shores trying to cruise to a 19-13 or more victory inside two minutes and a timeout called. Koziak going to burn it. Rose says, why? It looks like <laughs> in the body language on the field there. We talked to him this week. I asked head coach Matt Koziak, hey, does Brady Rose, a coach's son and a quarterback, ever overrule you or not overrule but propose things that you're like, oh, wait a minute. He said, yeah, sometimes he does. <laughs> sometimes he does. Says he's never coached someone with as much intelligence as Brady Rose. Student of the game, watches lots of film. And he said, if there's ever been a Mr. Football, it's Brady Rose. Well, and, and he's the player of the year, MLI player of the year. Uh, and I don't believe they've come out with a Mr. Football yet. They will, but he's certainly a candidate. I'll tell you who else has played like a Mr. Football candidate today. That's J.C. Ford on the other side. He's hoping to get this football back, Jeremy. But he needs to get, get a stop defensively here in a third and really less than a yard. All the offensive snaps in the second half and taken by J.C. Ford for the Pilots here today. Third and inches inside the Pilots' five-yard line. Rose has it to the right. Got it. Looking for a touchdown. Stretches out, and he's in. Brady Rose icing on the cake. His teammates lifting him up in midair. They must have just done it again for the second straight year. It's 25-13. Brady Rose into the end zone for the third time today. And that will push it to a two-score lead. My goodness, what else can you say about this kid? De La Salle's defense was up against it and couldn't hold after uh, the offense left him with a short field. Guy that averages 13 and a half yards per carry coming into today. Not a small sample size, 150 rushes on the ground. His 23rd touchdown 
of the year rushing. 11 touchdowns through the air, three pick sixes, just four interceptions, one of them being here today. He's got three in the playoffs, believe it or not. Mm. He's out there to try to attempt a two-point conversion with his team up 25-13. Has the shotgun snap, feeds it right. It's incomplete. Looking along the near pylon for Gary Humphrey, their top targets. That will allow De LaSalle to take the football back with a buck 47 left to go in the ball game. One timeout left. That's it for De LaSalle. 25 13 the score. The finish when we get back in the Patriot. Can you go anywhere and find an endeavor in society where we've come to accept and tolerate an adult and even kids treating another adult the way we allow spectators, coaches, and players to treat a high school game official? Can you? No one has the right to abuse game officials. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association promoting the value and values of educational athletics. One forty-seven left to go in the ball game here. 25-13. Brady Rose with his third touchdown of the game on the ground for Mona Shores, kind of spreading this game out. De LaSalle with only one timeout left. They've relied heavily on the ground game as the second half has unfolded. Brady Drogosh has not thrown a pass in the second half. J.C. Ford has three times. They're a combined three for nine for a pick and 39 yards. And here's Brent Stanley with maybe his last kick return of his career. Slipping on the far sideline of the 20 to the 25 and up to around the 30-yard line. Brent Stanley, you'd think, would play college football somewhere. His head coach insists he's a Division II player at least. He does want to play both baseball and football. So still looking at those options Still trying to get the film out there. Does have an offer from Northwood yeah. in the GLIAC. Yep. He's one of the most underrated players in Michigan. Great vision balance, but such a great leader. Understands the scheme. De La Salvo now really needs points in a hurry. Drogosh is back out there, quarterback. First time here in the second half. He's going to hand it off left side. A couple jab step moves by Stanley's across the 35. Propels himself to the 39-yard line as they hurry to the line. It's second and short. Half the score, crazier things have happened, but you have to get yourself in position, throw the football soon. Twins aside for Drogosh, heaves it left side, it's complete. Rozier has the 40-yard line, speeds up to the 45, and finally dragged it of bounds at the 48-yard line. So that will stop the clock. A buck 15, only one timeout left with De La Salle down 25-13. Yeah, and a nice job by Rozier, Jeremy, to get out of bounds on the near sideline. A smart play by a freshman. To work his way out. I like this Rozier kid. He's going to be a stud. Trips right, one left side. The man to the near side is Tyler Gerling, who they haven't used a lot on offense, but he can catch it. One of their leading receivers last year. Shotgun snap taken by Drogosh. Rolls right, wants to heave it deep. Plenty of time. Sends it short in the end and way over the head of his intended target along the right sideline. That's Jack Janicek. The first time they've looked to throw to the lanky sophomore here today. It's second and ten. Yeah, just getting rid of the football, throwing it away, live to see second down at midfield. Got to take some shots, but, of course, Mona Shores is playing the pass. Maybe try to find something underneath here. 
like before to Rozier. Get some yards, get out of bounds. No timeouts, just one timeout left, sorry. 109 left to go in the game, 25-13, still the lead for Mona Shores. Moving right to left here in the fourth quarter. Belly button high snap, ears a pass, line drive complete complete to McCollum down the middle of the field. Wow. Stretches out and still moving at the 30-yard line and chucked out at the 20. It's a late hit yeah. as he barrels into the MHSAA signs and sees it fold over. That is going to be against Mona Shores. How about this play? McCollum, Alton comes a square in from the near sideline, goes all the way, catches it at midfield, and Jeremy, again, has the wherewithal to find the sideline and then get up the sideline. How about Alton McCollum there? And after the penalty, he got knocked out at about the 20. This is going to set him up inside the 10. 58 seconds remaining. You you obviously need an onside kick, Jeremy, but you got to get a touchdown first. But this puts you at the 10-yard line with 58 seconds left. But I can't say enough about Alton, don't call me Robert McCollum, getting across the field. Heady game plays by De La Salle here. It's going to be a first down and goal from the 10-yard line exactly. Trips left for Drogosh. He's in the gun. Stanley to his right hip. Delays the snap, and we got a false start, it looks like, against the De La Salle line. Sure was. Everybody looked a bit confused that time as Drogosh had it looking to throw to Stanley on the right side. A lot of times, Jeremy, you have two quarterbacks that are calling the cadence. It's a cadence thing, too. You get used to J.C. Ford's cadence. Drogosh has a different cadence, and I think that's what happened there. Stanley moved early in the backfield. It doesn't hurt you much. I'm sorry. 58 seconds. They move the line of scrimmage back to the 15-yard line first and goal. Twins aside now. Drogosh looking right. Has time to throw. A dart to the goal line incomplete. McCollum is going to draw another flag. Pass interference at the two-yard line. Two men converging. It was Brady Rose and Gary Humphrey. And it looked like Rose making the contact. Yep. This will prolong it. And if you're De La Salle, this is great because not a lot of time came off and you're going to get a little closer. I like the pass option. Running it right now is just not in your vocabulary just because of you can't afford to get tackled in bounds right now. But you also have to trust your sophomore that he doesn't throw a pick in a key spot. So a couple big penalties down the stretch. We'll see if they matter before things are said and done. 53 seconds left, one timeout remaining for De La Salle down 25-13. Drogosh in the shotgun. Option pitch right side. Stanley bottled up behind the line of scrimmage. And you're going to have to use your final Why? timeout here at the 10-yard line. A loss of two. It's second and goal. Uh, you run this to the short side of the field, and I know the thought was let's get him out of bounds, but you're relying on Rozier to get to the boundary, get out of bounds. He never got there, and now you got to burn your last timeout. 47 seconds left. Would have liked to have seen De La Salle just take a shot to the end zone there. But a lot of things to manage. And, hey, they're still in this game. You need things to happen, but you have players on offense that can make some plays. It's going to come down to an onside kick, really, if they can get in the end zone here. But it doesn't take away from the big picture. I want to go back. De La Salle. What do they have? 14 straight playoff wins. Mm-hmm. A state record, by the way, which is on the line today. Um, and, and it's just amazing what they've done. Their program was torn down basically last year, let's be honest. Uh, not burned to the ashes. It wasn't a bear cupboard. 
but this took Dan Roan some time to put together, and he didn't have a lot of time. He had a new program to implement. He came over from the west side, did not know the east side of the state very well, and this guy has implemented a team that has really bought in quickly. And sure it's has. amazing what De La Salle has done this year, really, with two regular season wins to get to this point. So aside from everything else, kudos to the Pilots, but they want more. Let's see if they can do something here. Second down and goal for De La Salle. Back to the 10-yard line of Mona Shore is here. Down two scores, fading it left side. It's complete down to the five-yard line, and Yanichik has got to get rid of that football quick. It's not going to work here. Got to hurry. Got to hurry, and you can't spike it because it's third down. Clock is down to 36 seconds, trying to get a man off the field. They're wasting way too much time. Rozier comes in. The game clock down to 27 seconds here. Snap finally taken. Drogosh right side incomplete. Looking into the arms of McCollum and batting that away is Gary Humphrey, the senior defensive back who they call the action figure for his chiseled <laughs> body down there. 5'11", 185, makes it fourth down. Yeah, he makes a nice play on Drogash just floats his thing up a little flare route. Column couldn't come up with it. So this is it, fourth down, and you got to get in the end zone. Clock stopped at 21 seconds. No timeouts remaining for either side. Trips right for Brady Drogosh. Has Brett Stanley to his left hip. The sophomore QB takes it. Rolls to his right and into the end zone. So that's piece one, but still a lot of pieces to go. De La Salle makes it 25-19 with 16 seconds left here in the fourth quarter. Drogash can tell his grandkids, I scored in Ford Field, and that's big. 16 seconds left. They hope there's more to that touchdown. But the reality is the sophomore gets in the end zone. Good for him, good for J.C. Ford. Both quarterbacks who've been through a lot this year leading this team find themselves in the end zone. His second rushing touchdown of the year came in 40 rushes for 118 yards. Cummings has already had an extra point blocked by Brady Rose, and there's another one blocked. Rose came in, but it was just low. Line drive, and with... 16 seconds left. It's 25-16. Mona Shores, an onside kick coming from De La Salle. Yeah, the next big, the biggest kick is next, and that's Cummins, the sophomore. I've seen crazy things in this building with Muskegon teams playing Detroit area teams. I recall back to 1993 mm-hmm. or 1994. I believe it was 1993. Well, that would have been Silverdome, right? That wasn't the Silverdome, and it was Muskegon Reeds Puffer. Mm-hmm. against Wall Lake Western. Yeah. And Wall Lake Western, by the way, a team that Mona Shores beat to get to the state championship last year. I digress. Reese Puffer throws a, a ball up late in the game. Hail Mary, they're trailing. Mm-hmm. Wall Lake Western, Hail Mary pass, literally. Yeah. From like the 30 or 40. I mean, it had to go 60, 70 yards. Yep. The pass, get, it, Western knows it's coming. They have the lead. <laughs> Last play of the game, ball is tipped deep. Over the free safety tips it in stride. The Reese Puffer receiver caught it, went into the end zone touchdown. Crazy things happen in championships. Um, But, again, the Muskegon area teams and the Detroit area teams, this is nothing uh, new to them going up against each other. So De La Salle trotting out of their field in their white, purple, and gold jerseys here today. Cody Cummins, the sophomore wears number 96 lining up in an angled position to attempt this onside kick it has to bounce yeah 
That's something we saw last week called back in De La Salle Oak Park. 16 seconds left, 25-19 at the moment in favor of Mona Shores as Drogosh got in on the keeper. Cummins just a couple yards in front of the football, bounces a couple times and easily into the arms of Mona Shores. Landon Thalman falls on it. There's also a penalty flag. Did it not go 10? No, I think it's on Mona Shores. Is I it? think they came in front of the 50. I think they prematurely popped on that. Maybe not. We are going to get a re-kick, though. I guess they will say offsides, De La Salle. My bad. The beauty for De La Salle is you get to do it again. Well, they called it a legal kick, though. That would okay. say that it didn't go 10. Then why did they get a re-kick? I don't know. 16 seconds left. Cummings on the left side of the line with four players behind him. The others on the other side. This one into the hands of Brady Rose, spreading left side to the 20 to the 10-yard line. And, wow, if anybody's going to ice a game, it's Brady Rose who usually doesn't play on the kicking team, but they're looking for the hands that time. And he responds and barrels his way inside the 20-yard line better onside kick took a high bounce but Brady Rose says no I'm gonna catch it spin roll stiff arm do what I do and make sure that I'm named Mr. Football and Player of the Year this year yeah how fitting Jeremy too he he wasn't happy just catching that with those great paws he wanted to run with it and uh, he'll run to a victory as uh, this game is over but again De La Salle Jeremy they fall short by six points, but you just can't see and say enough about this team that was supposed to be in rebuild mode that now is representing the Catholic League in the state championship game. They'll fall short. For the second straight game, they're into victory formation. Brady Rose takes a knee as Mona Shores will celebrate streaming out of the field at the 30-yard line. Hugs as Koziak hugs with his staff. Here today in the tie in the Mona Shores mask, down on the near sideline, a little bit anticlimactic compared to how last year was, but they'll take it 25-19, your final score. Mona Shores, your Division II state champion. We'll wrap it up when we get back to the Patriot. The CHSL Game of the Week is sponsored by Alliance Catholic Credit Union and the Student Connection. Have we gotten to the point where at some high school game, that an official has finally had enough from coaches, players, and adults, pulls off the whistle and offers it to you? Let's hope not. There's no way you could do a better job. It's on everyone to promote good sportsmanship. So before you blurt something out about that next close call, consider this. Without the officials, nobody wins. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. There's no better time to apply to Siena Heights University. Complete our free application to find out about all the scholarship and financial aid opportunities available. We offer scholarships for academics, athletics, and the arts on our Adrian Main campus. We were also named the top-ranked online program in Michigan for four consecutive years. To learn more about our Catholic university in the Dominican tradition, please visit go.siennaheights.edu and find out what the Siena Effect can do for you. Stay tuned for the post-game show next on The Patriot. Mike Gallagher can see the plan. you got to understand what they're trying to do. They're trying to maximize the January 6th riots to now exact as much retribution and harm upon 
non-Biden supporters as humanly possible. It's kind of breathtaking because it's right out in the open. They're not even trying to hide it. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9 on FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Welcome back to Motown. Chad Bush with you high atop Ford Field. The Division II state final is over. Muskegon Mona Shores comes down from the left side of the state and gets another title, back-to-back titles for Mona Shores and the Sailors, led by Matt Kozak, their head coach, and a defensive coordinator also by the name of Dave Check, who's a very good friend, and the former defensive coordinator of De La Salle's head coach, Dan Rome. So uh, this game is final, 25-19, to 19, but this thing started back in the first quarter on a Brady Rose touchdown run, 12 yards. It was 6-0 Mona Shores after the failed extra point. And then uh, back came Mona Shores in the second quarter late in the first half. Elijah Johnson scampered in from nine yards out to make it 13 to nothing, And that was the score at the break. Mona Shores led, but it was a different pilot-minded team coming out of the break and it was started by the senior jc ford the running quarterback who had a four-yard scamper he would take his team 67 yards down the field on the drive and uh, he and mr rozier the freshman would carry the pilots into the end zone to cut the lead in half uh, early in the third quarter 13 to 7 on the jc ford touchdown run he would have one later keandre pierce though would come back in the fourth quarter and make it 19-7. Mona Shores would not make an extra point all day. This one also failed as they went for two, and it was 19-7 Mona Shores. Let's head to the fourth. J.C. Ford would score on a 51-yard touchdown run, part of Ford's performance on the ground that would surpass 107 yards and a couple of scores on the day, and none longer than that. Actually, officially 52-yard touchdown run, which made it a one-score game again, 19-13, extra point no good. But Brady Rose would come back. And Muskegon Mona Shores, led by their Division II Player of the Year, Brady Rose would get him into the end zone 25-13 to to make it a two-score game. And that was uh, with just about a minute and a half left. But then Brady Drogosh would come back, lead the team down the field, a nice scoring drive. And with 10 seconds left, Drogosh would score, make it 25-19, extra point, no good. And then the onside kick failed. And then with 16 seconds left, it was just running out the clock. And Muskegon Mona Shores wins back-to-back state titles uh, here. And they've been to Ford Field three straight times. They've won two of the last three, the last two. And this is their fourth trip in school history. And a loss for De La Salle. Uh, this breaks a nice streak for the Pilots, who had won uh, five straight, going back to the Roseville game on October the 30th. And a phenomenal season under 49-year-old head coach Dan Rohn in his first year, the Muskegon native who lost today to Mona Shores, but certainly not a game that uh, the Pilots should be hanging their head in the aftermath of, Jeremy. Brett Stanley, a guy that uh, early on in you know this game you thought would be very key going forward offensively. He did finish in the end with 12 carries for 39 yards, which was bolstered at the end of the game, but we looked at the stats, you know, after the first, after the second, and, you know, he wasn't even registering in the top five 
rushing, you know, in the live stats here for the MHSAA. But that's a big story because he had 160 yards on the ground last week. Nobody could stop him. Dan Rowan even said, hey, he was coming to me in the first quarter and said, I want the football. And he granted him that request at the end of the game versus Oak Park, rightingly so, as he got all three carries of the football in the end and the last play in the Wildcat to seal what was a 26-20 victory on their home field. A special moment for them and some that probably all of these guys should never forget because it might be the only game ever played on campus on that new field because of the restrictions in place when they built it. But nonetheless, this is a team that's going to be back, you'd assume. Brett Stanley is gone and some of these defensive pieces will leave, but you have a guy in Brady Drogosh who's returning, and his line at the end of today isn't sparkling. 5 of 11 for one interception, 59 yards. He was good on the ground in stretches. He finishes five carries, 13 yards, and a touchdowns. And obviously you, you lose J.C. Ford in that Wildcat look, but at the same time, this is a sophomore who in the eyes of Dan Rohn became a junior. He looked at so much film in that 55 day pause and you know something interesting that we didn't talk about here today they hired a man by the name of james light he's a film guru he breaks down nfl film college film high school film he was on the dakota staff this year they had anticipated to bring him on the staff next year this year whatever you want to call it 2021 because of the pause that allowed him to bring him on the staff now uh, he was one of the, the guys calling the plays or involved with calling the plays, wide receivers coach, breaking down film. I bet, we haven't had that confirmed with Dan, but I bet him and Drogosh sat down a lot, whether it be virtually or in person, socially distanced, whatever you want to say, because there was a lot of things that Dan said. Hey, Brady watched a lot of film. He figured thing, some things out in that pause, how to be more effective, and it showed his command of the huddle increased. I mean, it's a totally different player week one, which we covered him, to week whatever, 85 now (laughs) that we've paused for so long. But uh, it's impressive how he's developed. It's interesting to see how he continues to develop because he could become one of the better ones in the Catholic League, battling alongside Declan Bile for Catholic Central, who will be a senior next year, and any other up-and-comers for the programs as well. Yeah, no, light seems like a heck of an addition, and... You know, kudos to Dan Rohn, another great addition to his staff, which already is solid. And these kids have been coached up. There is talent, obviously, uh, and there's a lot of talent coming back. But these kids had to be coached up and coached up in a hurry. Uh, they were hurting. And so they came. Uh, light's a heck of an addition. I like that. I'm interested in that. I think that's very cool and intriguing. You talked about the juniors and the guys coming back that are going to make an impact. I mean, there's so many up and down the roster, but you start – with Beasley, who's coming back, Brett Roser, who's coming back. We just got a taste of in this game. I mean, you know, Dandridge comes back, Yanacek, they are loaded. I mean, you lose big guys in J.C. Ford. You lose uh, your senior leader, obviously, in Brett Stanley, uh, Weaver, and, and uh, loads of guys. But Noah Dobbs comes back, another junior. Our boy, uh, Dr. J. Jessicaitis, there's going to be talent. I think De La Salle will be the favorite next year. Um, going into the opening week along with Catholic Central. I mean, those two you have to really look at. And you mentioned it, Dylan uh, Declan Bile at CC. But, yeah, these two program, this program, De La Salle's back. They made a statement, and this was not a rebuilding team. This was thought to be a team that was going to finish four out of four teams potentially in the Catholic League. Yep. 
uh, after their program was left in disarray. Um, so anyhow, this has been a great year for De La Salle despite the loss today in the state title game. Kudos to the, uh, their staff and team. 25-19, your final score. Drogosh scores one more time before the final buzzer rang and just couldn't recover the onside kick in the end. Brady Rose on the hands team, his first time maybe on the kicking team this year, was able to end the game as he finishes with two of eight passing for one pick and 11 touchdowns, but 22 carries, 154 yards, and two touchdowns overall. Made some big plays on special teams on the defensive side of the ball as well, tipping an extra point, showing why he really is the everything man on this team. And, heck, he's the everything man for baseball from what we hear he can do a little bit of everything so looking forward to that season as well 25 19 your final score in this one we'll put a bow on it when we get back on the patriot the chsl game of the week is sponsored by sienna heights university and alliance catholic credit union tune in for wave state university men's basketball friday at six and saturday at three on fm 101.5 and am 1400 the patriot led by darian owens white and braylon neely the warriors travel to midland for a conference battle against the northwood timberwolves start your weekend with some hoops kevin breckmacher has your play-by-play for northwood versus wayne state tip off friday at six and saturday at three on wdtk fm 101.5 and am 1400 or stream live at patriotdetroit.com Hey everyone, Mac Horvath here from Mitten Mortgage Lending and Boys Varsity Basketball Coach at Divine Child High School. At Mitten Mortgage, we offer some of the lowest rates in the area with no additional junk fees in your closing costs. Our bankers will be there every step of the way from the application to the closing table. Reach out to us today at 734-922-2252 or fill out an application at www.mittenloans.com slash apply or also check out our reviews on Google or Facebook. NMLS 1723481 politics and religion it's been said that you don't discuss them in mixed company probably by someone who didn't really understand either of them why follow their rules detroit has two radio stations that shatter them one documents the rebuilding of a great america while the other shares the promise of the infinite the patriot has all the great news about growing the economy and a strengthening nation faith talk detroit raises the soul and affirms the heart the patriot fm 101.5 and am 1400 and faith talk detroit on fm 92.7 and am 1500 the CHSL Game of the Week post-game show continues next. Listen to WDTK-FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot anytime, anywhere on Radio.com. Download the app for free at the Apple Store or Google Play for 24-7 access to Detroit's conservative talk station. Throughout the day, you'll hear lively discussions from local and national network hosts on politics, policies, and politicians making headlines. Plus, on-time traffic, news, and weather updates. Stream WDTK-FM 101.5 and AM 1400 The Patriot Detroit at Radio.com today. They have some holiday bills piling up or just looking to start the new year by treating yourself to something nice. Alliance Catholic Credit Union has low-rate loans for every need. If you're not a member yet, it's easy to join. You can open your account and start your loan application online in minutes. In addition to great loan rates, Alliance Catholic is actively involved in the community and champions Catholic education through scholarships and financial literacy programs. Visit AllianceCatholic.com to learn more and get started today. Alliance Catholic Credit Union 
is a proud sponsor of the Catholic High School League, federally insured by the NCUA. Taking a peek at our Lions Catholic Credit Union scoreboard here today. Final score, 25 to 19 in favor of the Muskegon Monashore Sailors over the De La Salle Pilots here today. Other games, Division 6 will come up next at 4.30. The scheduled start that might be pushed back a bit as they try to sanitize and get ready in between games here. It's Montague and Clinton. Montague at 11-0, Clinton at 10-1. Cadillac will take on Country Day tonight at 7.30. And then tomorrow, New Lothrop. Boy, did they steamroll one of the best teams in the Catholic League this year. Loyola in the regional round. New Lothrop undefeated as well. 10-0, taking on Traverse City St. Francis in Division One at 10 tomorrow. Then it's Davison, West Bloomfield, Crate. Matchup, looking forward to watching that one for sure. Grand Rapids Catholic Central versus Frankenmuth. And DeWitt versus River Rouge, which should be a really good one as well. Yeah, some exciting matchups. And you talked about Loyola going up against New Lothrop. Got to see New Lothrop up front and personal. And I, I think that's going to be a fun game. I like New Lothrop and their exciting open offense. Watch a guy named Will Muron, a tailback that does it all. He's another impressive guy. Kind of in that class of a Brady Rose. That's an intriguing game. And uh, we talked about the Country Day one as well. They try to get... Their first state title since 1999. Who's your sleeper team for the Catholic League next year? Oh, boy. Sleeper team. Well, I guess De La Salle is no longer a sleeper <laughs> team, right? Uh, I, you know, I saw, oh, boy, I saw Brother Rice at the end of the year, and I thought Brother Rice was really good at the end of the season, and, and I think they're going to be one of the sleeper teams of the Catholic League next year if that's a sleeper team. Um, yeah, it's going to be fun. I, I, I'm excited to watch next year. It's been a great season, Jeremy. A lot of fun. We've made it through ups and downs. And, again, thank you, Brian Boleski, for making this happen, Alex Westfall, and everybody uh, to make this broadcast go. 25-19, your final score in the Division II State Championship game. Mona Shores has done it back-to-back, similar to De La Salle when they did it in 1718 as well right here in downtown Detroit. We'll see you next year for the eighth year of the Catholic League Game of the Week here on the Patriot. Have a great day, everybody. You've been listening to the CHSL Game of the Week, sponsored by Mitten Mortgage Lending, Siena Heights University, The Student Connection, and Alliance Catholic Credit Union. Follow us on Twitter for updates and upcoming games at CHSL on WDTK. Stay tuned to FM 101.5 and AM 1400. The Patriot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.